Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. If fashion and beauty had a baby, it would be this episode. With designer to the stars and fashion pioneer, so good we have to say his name twice, Marco Marco is here. We have performance artist and drag's baddest bitch, Rayla Trey is in the house. And we have makeup maven and inspirational speaker, Henry Vasquez is here. With my guest co-host for tonight, model and pop culture correspondent, please don't get us confused. Confused again, we do look alike. Stephen Daler is here, and me, your favorite host with the deepest voice. So raise a glass and let the drinks begin. Thank you for being Life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you live, where I drink with your favorite celebrities as we talk about fashion, entertainment, Pop culture, reality TV, and, well, that's about it. So pop a cork, lean back, and raise a glass to On the Rocks. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Lord help us, it is going to be a bumpy night. Oh, yes, let's get some applause up in here. Buttons and bells and pantyhose, this is On the Rocks, the place where we're too glam to give a damn. Uh, Valentine's Day is upon us, and I still don't have a date, but Ted Bundy found love while being a serial killer in jail. And apparently, like, three more times. Um. Yes! And, like, the only <laughs> serial killing I'm doing is Lucky Charms. Can you, can you hear me on this? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd have to hold it next to my face. Can you hear me, t- Tony? Kurt's in Arizona. He, he, he couldn't handle today's cast of you characters. Um, and, like, all the food places are sending out coupons. Like, Papa John's has a heart-shaped pizza. Sizzler sent me a coupon. I'm like, how did Sizzler get my email to begin with? And then... And then the picture they have is one meal and one glass of wine. I'm like, they, oh, they know they me. Know. They know what I'm going to be doing. Uh, steak and lobster. <laughs> uh, thank you to our sober listeners for tuning in. We love you so much. Thank you for holding our hair back and driving us home. Drunk texting is literally the only sport I'm good at. Hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Of course, we are Facebook Live on Trendy Now in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, Hello, Ohio, and nationally on Bear World Magazine. Rawr. Check out my weekly Bear World Magazine movie news, movie reviews, and celebrity interviews. Uh, now with video. This week I talk about Wicked the movie, all you musical theater nerds. Wicked is being released 2021. Lady Gaga wants to play Alphaba. Oh, really? Academy Award nomination number two. I'm so happy for you. Uh, Glenn Close <laughs> wants to redo Fatal Attraction, by the way. Oh, my God. You guys God. are too young to even know what Fatal Attraction is. Oh, honey, I know what Fatal Attraction is. Yeah. I know Fatal. 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 That's Flatal a porn Attraction. parody. Fatal. 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 That sounds nasty. Yeah, that movie's going to be made before we leave. <laughs> but she wants to do it, but she wants to redo it from the female perspective, which I'm all about. We oh, know that she not. can't sing Sunset Boulevard to save her life, but she can sure act. Uh, boiled bunnies to the rescue. Uh, <laughs> a big shout out to our sponsor, Vista Grande Resort, an oasis in the oasis of Palm Springs. 29 rooms over an acre of land with rooms ranging from 250 square feet to the luxurious little apartment they put me on when I stay. Two pools, a lagoon, a waterfall, and a steam room. You can't get much better. I stayed there last week, and it was 
as always, so lovely. They even give you a sandwich at midnight if you're hungry or if you shut come the, back. Shut up. No, they do. They're like, <laughs> shut oh, up. You. They have a little thing that's like, not need a sandwich? sandwich at midnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of things happening being served at midnight. Uh, but go to vistagrandaresort.com <laughs> to book your stay. Okay. Uh, also, our other sponsor, do you know your Bear Worth? Bear Worth uh, is, uh, is clothing. It's a reminder that if you're struggling, whether it's self-esteem, self-image, health, relationships, or life, you are good enough and strong enough. <laughs> using apparel as a tool to lift your spirits and rebuild your confidence. The phrase bear worth that was going a whole nother direction. Uh, They have tons of fun clothing, accessories, backpacks, uh, even pillows and towels for men of every shape and size. Visit them at bearworth.com. Our website has been updated. It looks gorgeous and you can watch everything and listen to everything all in one place at ontherocksradioshow.com. Of course, you can watch the video on Facebook, YouTube, and of course, the now trending app for free. Uh, my mom, Mama Rose, is in the chat room on ubngo.com and Facebook. Ask her your questions. She will answer it. If it's a burning question, she will text me and will ask it right here and now. Keep her busy. She has a bottle of vodka next to her, and I don't need her drunk stalking people <laughs> on Christian Mingle yet again. Those <laughs> 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 uh, poor Christians. Uh, those poor, well. <laughs> oh, Any God. religion, right? <laughs> Just ask Chris Pratt. Oh, oh no. Well, I mean, not no for him, for all of us. I have been so disappointed. So we know that Tom Brady won uh, the Super Bowl, and then they're interviewing him, and then there's a red Make America uh, Make Great America hat. hat. I'm like, okay, there's one hot guy that I can't think about later. Um, and then now Chris Pratt is going to oh, like did homophobic it? churches. Did Hello, Jesus. But there's, a, that, there's a lot of people who who go to that same church. Yeah. But, yeah. but they're all famous. But, but, Justin Bieber did it. Well, and for a minute, there, like, he was all like very vocal about, you know, rights and all that stuff. And, and now he, his response to, because Ellen Page called him out on it. Yes. I love her. Yeah. And, she, yeah. and his Fucking response was just bitch. sort of like, she's going to run for president someday. Mark my words. I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, she wouldn't win, but I mean. No, but I'm talking about like 40 years down the line. Oh. That, maybe that's too oh, yeah. 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 It's like she's like the nicest way I've ever heard anybody say. These like, are rantable Fuck you. times. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I agree for sure. You know. She's like the classiest uh, <laughs> activist we have out there. Yeah. Yeah. she'll have tea and crumpets, and then she'll cut you a new one. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, but we, we've lost Chris Pratt, and he's gaining his weight back again. So the gay community is not happy. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I like it, Dad Bob. Come too. on, Daddy. Big girls yeah. need love too. Bear worth. Okay. Put your belly on my back. I miss <laughs> I miss Anna Ferris with him. That's all I have to say. Oh, I know. It How was classy. It was pretty when it was when they were together. Like yeah. it, I was just like. Oh, yes. Yeah. So cute. Um, and Anna Ferris uh, gave a really nice comment when he announced his engagement, uh, the new yeah. one that he's dating, yeah. which is a Schwarzenegger, right? I think yeah. so. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like yeah. daughter Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just wants Ooh, to be like the Terminator. Uh, <laughs> I knew that was good. I knew and you never see him with he, a girl, by the way. He, no. He's yeah, he, he's straight. I mean, hanging he's straight. Out. He's always oh. at uh, uh, the gym. He, oh like, yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. When, when, no, I'm not. Sa- I'm not saying he's not, what, but the he's so hot. Hour in West Hollywood. No, <laughs> <laughs> Gold's gym. We're all the gold gym. We're all the strippers. We're all the strippers. Who's gym? Diana Lynn from Canada says hello. Hello, Diana from Canada. Come on, Canada. Oh, Canada. All of us just went straight to that. Yeah. It's like, I don't have a guest room. We might all need to move to Canada. I got to go to Canada. I got to go to Canada for my first time. And it was crazy because my friend Sandra lives in Canada in Vancouver. And I'm from L.A. So, like, she just started drinking water from the faucet. 
and I was freaking out. And she was just Did like, you see all of us recoil? Right? Like, yeah. Wait, I'm, but, I'm confused why you're recoiling. Do you know that Los Angeles is like the like actually like the cleanest? Oh, water? that you've fake never. News, then you've fake ne- news. Yeah. And it, th- first of all, that's barely. Barely that happened about fucking five years ago that we got our shit together. Um, but five ca- years ago is not barely. But, <laughs> um, when you're when you're one of the oldest cities, it kind of is. But but, but this city? is besides besides the point. <laughs> the, He's blonde and beautiful. But besides no, <laughs> but they get their water directly from like their lakes and their rivers, so it's like the clean. I'm just taking yeah, a shower, just like uh, uh, yeah. it was so nice. Girl, you open your shower, you open your mouth in the shower here. It's full chlorine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, like, mm. it was tasty water. I was just like, but I was I was scared. For and that's her why at their first. mountain men smell so good because they're like bathing in like. Nature's arrowhead. Huh? <laughs> yes. Well, Canada just said that. What was it? They just announced that LGBT rights outrank your religious rights. Yes. Yes. That's because they're a hottie prime minister guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. All lives mm-hmm. matter. Uh, hello to our engineer. So, like we said, Kurt is in Arizona, but Tony, the owner of the station, is here. I hope you do a good job today, Tony. We got we got <laughs> we got good people watching. Yeah. Uh, but Kurt texted you a pun. We start the show with uh, a pun. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I apologize in advance for hey, this pun. Well, you know, because this is Kurt, and you know, I'm not a pun guy. Yeah, you're not funny <laughs> at all. You know, it's all in the delivery, yeah. so, you know, no pressure. It's not that the man did not know how to juggle. He just didn't have the balls to do it. Thanks, Kurt. That's one of his better ones. Yeah, so, yeah. That, that actually is. I feel like he Googled that one. For us. <laughs> that wasn't like him from his arsenal. Yeah, he's like, Kurt. <laughs> okay, uh, like us on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air. Like I said, Facebook, On The Rocks radio show please send, share yes please share uh send me an email book me for a wedding funeral a quinceanera bris i don't care i will be there info at on the rocks radio show.com real fast a big thank you to hunter's nightclub miss rusty waters for inviting me to kick off spotlight which is their version of all stars in palm springs uh they asked me to bring the shade and i did and i got booed what <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so the drag queens, you gotta be honest i was honest you know this one queen didn't show up on time didn't promote and then didn't give the dj uh, the music to the dj in the right format so i gave her zero i'm like you don't respect the competition mm-hmm. to win money then i'm not going to respect you by giving you uh a score. <laughs> you speak your Truth. I did. And, well, yeah, it was like eight, eight vodkas later, too. I'm like, oh my god, it was terrible. They have to bring five people, they have to show up before 11. They get one drink ticket. Uh, <laughs> you know but they I mean? have to share. Like, like, everybody gets a sip. No, but like, I, it's a Monday night, so if you want to get the gig and you want to be on the stage, honey, you got to pay the price. Yeah. And you know, you gotta start somewhere. What better way to cut your teeth in a competition where you're getting critiqued by people from the industry, you know? And you know what? We have to teach them how to do it correctly now. Yeah. yeah. And, but I, I also think as a part of social media culture is everybody be like, bitch, I got 10,000 followers, bitch. I, 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 you need to pay me top dollar. I'm like, no, no bitch. Yeah. Girl, you no. barely could put a URL on your story. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a tiny URL. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing I heard is like, yeah, show them, uh, show your landlord your Instagram and be like, there's my rent. Oh, it's no. not gonna work nope um uh, anyway but one of the drag queens moms was there and she came up to me and, and said that i was mean uh anyway uh a big thank you also to kg i blame you you're yeah. the mother you taught her how to be late <laughs> uh thank you to 106.5 fm uh the new radio station for the inland empire they invited me for the morning show at 6 a.m and i how's was that, there how's that feel well i didn't go to bed from the night before because we had two so events oh. no i felt great and then it was a three-hour morning show so wow. like 8.30, I'm like, <sighs> it was, oh, it was rough, but it was so much fun. Uh, thank you to uh, KG John Taylor. Um, you can listen at the TuneIn app, and I'll be back from time to time to share movie news and celebrity gossip. Uh, Saturday, May 18th, I'm returning to Long Beach's hottest pride party overboard for my third year. Last year, I co-hosted with Andrew Christian. <clears throat> 
and Real Housewives, <laughs> <laughs> and Real Housewives of Orange County's Peggy Sulehian. Uh, this year, I'm hosting with RuPaul's Raja and Adult Entertainer of the Year. Oh, What's Raja. Raja. Yay, Raja. Raja's Raja's Raya's drag mom. Yeah, I know. Uh, and and my uh, drag sister. Uh, I have her okay. tattooed on me. And it's yeah. time down, HV. <laughs> and she was inspiration for my for my uh, performance on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she was the reason why I became a makeup I said, artist. I said, I said it to Raya. <laughs> I wanted to play it, but I thought, mm. yeah, I don't think anyone would get it. There was some why? footage from. Sunday, Sunday, but uh, someday it'll be released. Anyway, uh, get your early bird tickets overboard lbc.com uh, and all that. Uh, we're going to talk about Glitter Bomb a little bit later, Tony. Let me introduce our gay liberty cast for tonight. Today is a day of celebration. Uh, as we talked about last week, I am celebrating six years of being on the air uh, this yeah. week. Thank you. Also, Stephen Daler, this marks our two year friend anniversary and your time on On the Rocks. Yeah, isn't that's that so crazy? exciting. Isn't that crazy? It goes uh, by so fast. Uh, and it's Stephen Daler's birthday. Birthday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that how you pronounce your name correctly? Daler. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh my god, this is my friend Stephen Deller. Uh, oh for years. Oh for years. For years. No, well, I, well, it was easier for me to say it phonetically, so that if I said it out randomly. Not phonetic. What does that mean? It means that when it's <laughs> way you say it is the how it's written. Oh. So when Did you just curse at me. Yeah. Well, phonetic you. Well, <laughs> but if I say Deller, people are gonna type in D A Y online. Yeah. So if I say Deller, they're gonna go D E. <laughs> so it was just easier, so that uh, you know, now that I've, I think you should go by like Stephen D. I was thinking Stephen of Stephen Dick. Edward, which is my middle name, but then I'm... Um, our chat room was blowing up. Let's say hi to Sandra, Julie, Margaret, Sabrina, Jamie, Blair, Angie, Bev, Tia, Victoria, hey Nicole, <laughs> Paula, Christina, Cindy, Tiffany, Carolee, Hannah, Mindy, Denise, Leslie, Esmeralda. Esmeralda, is that really your name? Uh, Susan, Eric, <laughs> Melissa, Brene, Tracy, Fifi. Well, Fifi. finally, look, 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 hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Yeah. One man. Yeah. I, think, uh, I think Henry yeah, brought the ladies. <laughs> actually, it's uh, Eric Melissa. So I don't know if it's a hyphen. <laughs> oh, it's, I actually, that's one of my admins. Oh, that's one okay. of my, my oh. it's her and her husband. Husband. Oh, they're working together. Oh, yeah. never mind, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Eric. <laughs> yeah, she's actually one of my one of my admins for one of my Facebook groups. Oh, I love that. That's, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. This uh, this show brings everybody together. Uh, Real fast. D, Victoria, Laura, Marissa, Claudia, Joy, Crystal. And the list goes on and on and on. It's like a cast of Melrose Place. <laughs> I mean, you guys, Beverly uh, Hills nine hundred two. When I was coming back with the original cast. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. What are they gonna have? Kids? Well, I mean, grandkids maybe. Was well, it gonna be like what they did with? Oh. Melrose Place, where they were like older, and then they had like a younger crowd in it, and then it just sort of. Hey, I'm not I mad at the Will and Grace reboot. I yeah, love I that. Well, so that, that, that was bad. Oh, it's it's amazing. Shut amazing. Well, no, like, the fuck up. That's just amazing. Season two, season two has been pretty, pretty amazing. <laughs> season two has been great. Yeah, they I'm, got back to their roots and just like it they is got, cheesy. You it's guys, like the script is written by Mad Libs. They're like, what should we do in this episode? Let's have Karen sing a show tune while somebody's drinking chocolate milk. Yeah, it's I not mean, making the sense. The, the fact that the fact that you <laughs> well, it's because they it's will and grace. People it. just want to laugh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't need substance. It's like Fuller House on and Netflix. You know I don't watch I it because of substance. Yeah. I love the way they represent us. And I at a time, they were the only ones life. doing it. But yeah. now there's a lot of good quality program that we're not paying attention to that includes gay characters. It's not gay, 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 but it's 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 a full... Yeah, but just because one show yes. is winning doesn't it's mean tired. the other show's yeah. losing. I, like, yeah. Yes, I don't it's not does. funny. Henry, it's not <laughs> yeah. funny. I, oh, thought, I thought it was hilarious, the episode where Jack like accidentally gets his entire face and hands. That was the funniest thing. That was like a Carol Burnett. I love Lucy moment. See, yeah. the fact that you said Carol Burnett and I Love Lucy shows that we're in two different generational gaps. And <laughs> I 
Oh, no. I love the new Will and Grace. No, it also. <laughs> wow. It shows I have cable. <laughs> I grew up poor in Mexican, so I don't deny it, bitch. I had three channels. <laughs> and you made each of them work, too. I love you. Um, okay, but let, let me reintroduce you to the cast. Uh, Stephen Daler, regular part of All the Rocks family and our resident pop culture correspondent, is a cover and runway model, having appeared in magazines all over the world uh, for many product and fashion campaigns. He's been featured on the cover of the international men's magazine, DNA, which... I'm a big fan of, uh, and is one of the main faces and body parts uh, for Marco Marco fashion design, and is a favorite on Marco's runways. Uh, last season, or last scene, the last season of RuPaul's Drag Race and Will and Grace, <clears throat> the really good episode. Uh, please welcome back Stephen Taylor. Yeah. Happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> Raya Latre, having come to L.A. to audition for American Idol, Raya Latre, sometimes known as Josh Miller, uh, over the last decade... How dare decade, you? <laughs> allegedly. Joshua. <laughs> yeah. Joshua. Not my government name. <laughs> Girl. Oh, crap. They're going to find you. Remember when Facebook tried to get involved in our lives? It was like, what? Oh, yeah. Uh, not mine. Name. I called them. I said, I identify as Raya Latre. And Sister Roma hooked it up. Yes. <laughs> you go, Sister Roma. Yeah, I remember all that drama. Mm. A lot of drag yeah. queens still have their yeah. other name now. Uh, over the last decade, uh, Rhea has made a splash as gay LA's gender-bending it girl from hosting popular parties to gracing the runways of Marco Marco fashion shows. I think I'm the only person that hasn't like been on the runway. Henry, have you been on? But uh, but I was I was the art director for one of yeah. them. I was, was, say, I was so the makeup director. Kind of I think maybe, I think you're maybe next. next time. Maybe yeah. you're next. We should do yeah. like I want to come in a suit. Like, I want to come in a suit. A birthday suit? Uh, no, girl. <laughs> that, that's too much birthday for anybody. That's like a week-long birthday. And mind you, I went I went live that's I went cake. live on Facebook while I was doing the creative <laughs> directing, and it was literally one of my like most viewed stuff. Like It was so cool taking people into the background of that. that was so it was well, we're going to talk about that. Marco Marco's shows and the sincerity behind it and everybody it brings such a different energy uh, to fashion, and we're definitely going to um, talk about that. Um, in addition to hosting uh, parties, and being on the runway, Rhea is also a singer-songwriter. In 2012, she released her music video, Let's Have a Kai Kai. Uh, the red, <laughs> yes. To date, the video has generated more than three million views on YouTube. She has literally traveled the globe, spreading her talents around. And my life. Yeah. Oh, that's what you call it now. Huh? <laughs> and despite the fact of never having appeared in RuPaul's Drag Race yet, uh, she has made herself a part of drag history. Please welcome back Ray Latre. Thank you for having me. So demure until we get down to it. Marco, Marco, uh, New York Fashion Week witnessed its first show featuring only transgender yes. models. This was, of course, masterminded by Marco, uh, the Dominican designer. Dominican. <laughs> That's new. That's what they yeah. started saying. It's I half like Dominican it. and it half Puerto Rican. Which Ooh. half is Dominican? Huh? Which half is Dominican? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> One can hope. Uh, uh, Marco Marco is an LA-based clothing worn by Nicki Minaj, Katy Perry, J-Lo, Mariah Carey, Britney Spears, just to name a small few, and I really mean that. Uh, the show made history and helped uh, bring some diversity to an industry that still upholds a very narrow view of beauty. Uh, Los Angeles native Marco's history with the LGBTQ and drag communities goes even further back. His designs are often on RuPaul's Drag Race. He started working with them in 2009, uh, but his background comes from theater. He attended California Institute of the Arts, where he majored in costume design. In 2003, started his own brand, because, you know, it's so easy to start your own major empire. Uh, Marco Marco focuses on costumes, uh, underwear, uh, 
and it heats things up on the internet. Uh, having come to know Marco, I can personally attest his energy is sincere, and he remains humble even after his tenth drink. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us new to the show, Henry Vasquez, a fellow Southern California native. Yes. At the age of 19, began his journey into the makeup world. He always loved art, um, uh, but it was his friends in the drag community that really sparked his interest. Uh, attending oh, makeup sure. school was not a possibility, coming from certain means, and we know about tuition costs. So he grabbed life by the uh, hand, um, <laughs> and he started reading every makeup book that he could find and just self-educating himself. This dedication got him a job with Mac, where he worked on and off for five years. And as soon as he was old enough, uh, to really start working uh, to help support his family, he took a job at a distribution warehouse at Target. At Target, throwing boxes and driving forklifts <laughs> for seven crazy. years. crazy. How wow. butch. Yeah, so butch. For real. <laughs> Only openly gay guy, too. <laughs> oh, well. so that means you got all the yeah. Quite and popular. Was, he always said openly, only openly. Uh, and there was there was a little ho there was a little hotel next to that distribution uh, center that oh. could tell stories. I bet it was a dis <laughs> distribution center. <laughs> yeah. but, th but this is what you do if you're passionate enough for what you want to do is you work as hard as you can. Um, and at the same time uh, that he began in the world of social media, he began trying his hands in, at public speaking. Uh, he spoke about his life struggles and how that helped him in his artistry and building relationships with other artists. In 2012, he started holding workshops where he taught makeup and also used that platform for motivational inspiration as well. He has hosted over 100 workshops throughout the country. In fact, a very successful one just this last weekend, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, girl. And for St. Patrick's Day, too. Yeah. Mm. Well, no that, no, that one was Valentine's. The St. Patrick's Day is next month. It's coming up. We, oh. we, we oh, have yeah. a little thing there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sold out. Sold Ooh. out. You, you, you better get your, 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 your tickets now. Uh, <laughs> he changed gears and became a consultant for other makeup companies focusing on product and packaging. Um, and after working with 10 other brands, he decided it was time to launch his own company, Hank and Henry Beauty. Launched yes. in 2017. Yeah. Quickly uh, grown to amazing brand with quality products um, and campaigns and that are gorgeous. Yes, and, girl. <laughs> and we just acquired the one of the biggest makeup schools in Southern California. So that's awesome, too. That's wow. crazy. And took it over. So, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Congratulations. Welcome, everybody. Clap, 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 clap. So I'm all hot now. <laughs> Whenever people talk about me, I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I took off my, my leather jacket See, because of sweater. that. <laughs> so the reason we're all here is you guys have actively worked together, and you kind of have supported each other. Supporting each other in the LGBT community, does that happen? Uh, one of the main questions I got in a variety of ways for you guys, um, with so many opportunities and so many people that you meet out in nightlife, like, hey, we should work together. I'm, I own a production company, or I'm this and that. And you're like, uh... How do you actively make the decision of who to partner with? What are some of the red flags that, that, you, that you feel for? And what, what actually makes it click with somebody to build a long-lasting relationship? I, th I think, oh no, you go. Well, I don't, think, I don't think that it's hard to see when you can like, click with somebody. Yeah. I mean, it either happens organic, or it doesn't. Yeah. And it's totally organic because we've been working together in nightlife for Ever. 10 plus years. Yeah, probably. So, I mean, if you can't make friends after 10 years of knowing somebody, you're just an awful person. Yeah. I have to say, too, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time meeting you know all three of you and yeah. it was it was an immediate like oh yeah. we're friends yeah you yeah. know that's, like, that's not right that's away. not uh, normal but it is, it is neither are we <laughs> no but that's <laughs> a really good yeah, point knowing us individually I feel like we do share uh, in common that we're we're people that come from a place of love and we want to yeah. have fun Positive and we're not shady. Yeah. 
Um, so I think that's what really kept us all together. Yeah. And the fact that we are all so passionate about we, what we do individually. Yeah. And, and I think, and I think we've been waiting for a chance for it all to come together. Yeah, yeah. Right. we're also all able to, you know, we're all able to work sort of within the same interests of each other, but without right. really overshadowing anyone. You know, we mm -hmm. all kind of... Yeah. We all have our own kind of. That's like, one of the to cool things too it. about LA. I tell this a lot to my straight friends and people who aren't from LA. Is most people who live in LA, especially in the gay communities, are left somewhere where they weren't wanted, or 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 came here not knowing anybody. So you find your friends at the clubs. Like when I go to a club, it's not to necessarily. I mean, I want to, but it's not like to hook up or to get yeah. smashed. Sometimes it's a meeting ground because we're all so busy. It's just like, am I going to see you on Thursday night? Yeah, it's, it's so true. it's, it's yeah. so different. So we build relationships like differently at the <laughs> club. Exactly, it really is. Yeah. But that's also very dangerous. We've all seen people that come to town and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to be doing this and that," and they get so consumed by the nightlife, they get involved in things that they shouldn't be, and they don't work hard enough when mm -hmm. they should be, yeah. and then they really succumb to this a false idea that nightlife makes you famous overnight, yeah. that it solidifies who you are as a person. Well, the, the difference is, I, th I think with those people, are those are the type of people that they don't actually get really sincere relationships, and you can tell that they're, they're, they're just, their eye is just on working their way up and getting to the top at, by any means necessary, yeah. whereas like, when all of us met each other in our respective ways, it just was sort of like, I, I wasn't like I was like I'm not using you to get to that. Yeah. I'm not using you to get to that. It was more of like, oh my god, I think this would be amazing. Would you like? Like it was more of like a beneficial yeah. it was more thing of for a collaboration. collaboration. And those you know what's cool? A, those are just the pitfalls. Like, of, those are just yeah. the pitfalls yeah. of being of going in this path. You know, yeah. I, mean, I think any any uh, avenue you choose to pursue your goals, you're gonna have these these places where you know this might be an interesting road, but you could tip off in the wrong direction. And it's really cool because um, yeah. oh shit, my seat went down. Uh, <laughs> uh, when 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 I I'm warning you on the rocks, pack saw the pounds. So I I I've, I've known Rhea for like over a decade, um, but when I started getting close in our kind of circle of friends, one really cool thing was like. Marco was already starting to do stuff with Nicki Minaj, who was already more established, but then you had somebody like me who just moved to LA to start doing makeup from Riverside, which isn't that far. So we always had this cool group of very successful to still, you know, on that struggle bus. And I think that's also very healthy is because everybody supported each other, but checked us you know what i mean like yeah, we had absolutely. we had a very healthy well, people group ask of me crazy all the time friends what inspires you and i'm like my friends inspire yes. me. Yeah. like the, the people way. around me are doing so many things they're like yes. on the top of their game and they're like killing their product whatever it is that they're doing like it inspires me to do more and i think the strength comes in numbers and i think that if we all like get yeah. together and work on a project or if we all to get together and do anything it's just going to be magical yeah. well and you can learn from other people no matter what like if you're high like if you're you know dressing Nicki Minaj you can still learn from somebody that that is fresh into the industry that might yeah. have some different more, ideas i think more, more often than not that's where the most the freshest stuff comes from you know i think yeah. i think part of why I started to get really into like the fashion as opposed to costumes and stuff was because I started to hang out with all these kids in nightlife and seeing yeah. these outfits that I remember the first one of the first times I went out with Rhea, she took some feather skirt and <laughs> put it around the 
brim of a hat and just walked around with it. <laughs> and I, and I, I was you, like, that's the most amazing. Like, oh, it was so amazing. I just stared at it all that. <laughs> yeah, You're a bitch. No, but I bet you it looked amazing. No, it was amazing. Was that back when Ray it was amazing. to wear wigs? So. Yeah, it was amazing. And I didn't know her. And I thought, like, the balls of this person to walk around with this skirt and make it look that good. Like, that yeah. is an inspiring thing to be around. Like, mm-hmm. that's something that you don't get to see all the time. A lot of times you'll see someone in some amazing pair of shoes and they look stupid because you know that they're trying to floss. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I think that that type of com- uh, confidence and sincerity is what, you know, is the most inspiring thing you can be around. Um, I love when you look at me because you're trying to make up for bringing uh, up that uh, fucking hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that hat's going to be in the Smithsonian <laughs> someday. Right. Uh, yeah, it's not a hat. <laughs> Uh, Julia <laughs> is watching us from Australia, you guys. Yanira uh, from Kentucky. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, 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 oi. Yes. Nice, nice. Very nice. Yanira uh, said, you go, Papa Owl. Oh, that's oh, me. Yeah, that's his nickname. That's what they Papa call Owl? Where, where'd you get that? Well, it's because my, my logo's an owl. Yeah. And it's uh, my grandmother's family crest. So I have a, actually, I have a support group on Facebook. It's, it's like a, almost like 50,000 members. It's a private group. You have to get accepted to get into it. We have like, I think almost 20 admins. And it's a support group for women and men. I love that. Uh, you're, not allowed about to, you're not allowed to talk about religion or politics. It's only just to laugh, make jokes. And so that's kind of what's helped me grow and it kind of humbles me because you have people who go on there and just talk about like life problems family problems and then you'll have 800 comments of other women and men supporting them so they always call me papa owl that's beautiful henry yeah, i love so that cool. i didn't know that yeah. i didn't know that either and it's funny you know we can get wrapped up in like the fun and the glamour and and yeah. and, and all of that um but you did kind of have kind of a rough background you're the oldest of 11 kids yeah and my how, mom, how do you my, my mom, I, I wonder if she's watching. My mom's an on and off meth addict. So like, and what I realize is the thing that's helped me the most in growing my business is just being not quiet about my past. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I'm in an industry that has a lot of beautiful faces but no voices. Smoke and, and mirrors. And so for me, it's actually helped me because, I mean, I go live at least a couple times a week and there's sometimes I'll be fucking crying on there because I just miss my mom. So it's that kind of connection that I built with my followers that they've like been my ride or dies. So I call them the, so we're like the night owls. So they call me Papa Owl. Which so. is my favorite product on Hank and Henry. It's, <laughs> it's the black um, lip product. The lip liquid products. Lipstick. Ooh, honey, yeah. I use it on everything. I use it on my lips. Get the night owl. It's yeah. everything. <laughs> Especially if you're a drag queen. If you want to black the pops, get that shit. <laughs> I think we actually have some pictures of models um, in, in that uh, oh, yeah. black lipstick. But coming from such a big family with, with certain struggles, financial struggles. With financial struggles and, and addiction struggles. How did you grow your own voice and become your own identity with, with so funny. many like kids in the house and so much responsibility when did you get time to focus on you and discover who you were well i mean first and foremost i never was in one household with all the kids it's all cool. step and half Got it. um so i was moved around a lot um honestly growing up i was actually really really quiet super insecure um i f- i don't know what ne- necessarily changed other than the people in my life so i always I always attribute to the people in my life because I feel like you're a product of the people you surround yourself with. And um, that's like I, I always say, what I've always been in Southern California, but living in LA is different from living five minutes outside of LA. Mm-hmm. And so, like, once I moved in here and I was on the struggle bus because I could fucking barely pay bills and it was just really hard, I met so many amazing people 
who are all going through their some their own pro- their own issues regardless of how much money they had in their bank account. Yeah. And for me that that made me realize that like there's so much more that connects us. And so then I just started to like talk about it cuz my you know I, I I got my mom clean clean for 7 years and then she went back to drugs 6 years ago. And so that's when I just started talking about it when I moved out here. So that totally changed my whole perspective. And I'm glad that you're so open because there are uh, youth out there that are struggling financially with their sexuality, with what they even want to do in life because they're so busy taking care of them. So to hear a story like this could be so inspiring. It just takes that one story, mm-hmm. that one person um, t- to uh, change. Um, now, we're talking about journeys, Rhea. We know every typical mainstream drag queen, the journey is to be on RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. And I know you've talked about this in some interviews, and I know social media keeps asking, what is the problem, and how come you haven't been on the show? I don't think there is a problem. I think that it's just, you know... It's, the problem's it's, with them. I mean, what, what's their no, problem? I think that, no, I think that it, they, they're creating a reality show. You know, there's so many aspects to creating a cast on a show. Uh, would I fit into any fucking cast? Yeah. But maybe they're just waiting for me to get so damn sickening that there's no point but for me to win. I feel I, I, I know. I feel like they already know she's a ratings gold, yeah. so they're waiting for their ratings to go down and be like, all right, let's get Rayla. <laughs> that bitch ratchet. She wear feathers on her head. Listen, Ru- <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race is my favorite show on TV. It's um, it, Even the holiday special? Yes. I, I thought the holiday special was gay. It was campy. It was Christmas. It. It, it wasn't going to be a whole RuPaul's Drag Race season in one episode. And I, and I loved what they did with it. I love what RuPaul's Drag Race represents. Um, I think that it's done a lot for me, especially in my career, to, for me to be able to be seen all over the place. You know, I've, a lot of my, uh, the foundation of me traveling the world was part of me doing music with RuPaul's Drag Race stars. Yeah. So if they weren't on that show, then I wouldn't have been able to get on that platform. You know, so I'm very grateful to the show. I love what it represents, um, and I love the challenges. I love, I love watching the show and seeing like, ooh, bitch, what would I wear? What would I do? What would I, or what was that? You know what I mean? So I mean, with that being said, after seeing these past few seasons, I would slay every runway harder than I think than a lot of people would have. The only thing I have to say is, like, now that it's mainstream, I feel that they're trying less hard, and they're trying to please everybody, and so they're not remembering where they came from. I thought the holiday special was so poorly produced, so poorly written. Um, you know, it's like, are they just trying to make money at this point? I thought that it was just a, a gay spectacular of being a drag queen. They can't be. Yeah, that was the I, Judy Garland Christmas fun. special. Let's I took honest. it like that, too. I mean, for me, it was, it was, it was like a... Fun extra little tidbit. It was. That you, that it's like me watching Fuller House on Netflix. I don't watch it because I'm gonna get substance. It's just <laughs> like true. old shit. It reminds me when I was young yeah, and I it's, think it's fun. I and think dumb. it's canceled. Sorry. I also think it's easy to forget I mean, how like how I have big mouth. RuPaul is now this this show and and how incredibly insane it was to think that something like this would have been on TV ten years totally. ago. Mm-hmm. A thousand I mean, percent. I'm just saying, like all the miss, like all the the gifts that we're gonna get when you're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Those <laughs> editors, the they're gonna have to, like, like, like you know, like the when they're your guys are dressed up as boys and talking about what's going on. I know that you're gonna have all those wine one liners. <laughs> you know, like, I don't like to stay quiet. <laughs> you never have to wonder what I'm thinking ever. And they're gonna have to hire like ten editors just to work on your material for like the. Ah! Oh, oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. I tried to put. I tried to put my sweater. Oh back. my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. There's a there's a collapse in the studio. Tony, all, all the night owls probably went crazy. Like Papa! <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry, my out. bad. You know what's funny? Because we were Death at by Rhea's lighting. <laughs> yeah. I also put that light there for me. Sorry. <laughs> you know what's funny? Anyway. Because we used to be. Oh, at you guys have insurance? <laughs> <laughs> I will sue. <laughs> um, it's funny because the show used to be at Sunset Gower Studios, and there were so many ghosts there. Uh, anytime we had a psychic on, the lights would burst, whatever. So I was just like. I was, I was taken aback. Um, no, that was all my fault. <laughs> uh, but, Ray, we did get this question. Um, your material that you do on your own is very sexually charged. It's very mm -hmm. explicit. What inspired you to be outspoken? Were you always this way as a kid? I was always outspoken. I feel like I was the oldest of three kids. Um, I was a dad. I was, like, getting the kids ready, yeah. you know, putting them on the bus, sending them to school. Um, I was also captain of Collar Guard. So um, I just always like to take things by the reins and do whatever I could. My mom always said that like if whatever you put your mind to, you will be the best at. So figure out what your zhuzh is and go with it. Um, you know, I I really love to collaborate with people. It's my favorite thing to do. I call it Nicki Minajing it. You know, when you, you like just collaborate you just with, work everybody. with everybody. Yeah, everybody in this room has collaborated together. <laughs> I feel like th that's like the OG way of getting your yeah. foundation of your yeah. fan base, you I know, is too. like in introducing yourself to other people that you respect's fan base. And hopefully, if they like you back, they follow you back and like what you do. I love that, that um, phrase, Nicki Minajing it, because that's so true. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is literally it, true. It's not yeah. even just her, it's just a lot of people. Yeah. Even like with Jennifer Lawrence, she worked with a bunch of same, mm. the same photographer on a bunch of different stuff and with other actors because well, they, they all just, they, they, they got along, they collaborated together. It goes back to what I was saying about their strength in numbers. And I yeah. think that like the more that people work together and find everybody's best attributes and put them into one product and one situation, that it'll blow up and you'll be happy with it. Um, I love working with porn stars because I think that porn stars and drag queens um, bring a lot of the LGBT community GP, the LGBTQ Elemental community, yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, community together because we, we like look for them for sexual content, and then you look for queens for entertainment content, and we all kind of meet and intermingle well, in nightlife. You're, you're both sort of like you know, you're both sort of like aspirational in terms of like the gay community. Like you know, everyone that's not a drag queen or a porn star, right, is definitely aware of what the drag queen and porn stars are doing. Right, but that's just it. Even like people that watch porn and you know in, in in privacy, everybody's doing it. Everybody wants to be a queen for a day, be funny, look amazing. I mean, that's and and today's today's porn star is not you know the porn star of maybe 15, 20 years ago. They they do kind of encompass that same social status as the drag queen. They're mainstream they're, though. They're hosting nightlife. I mean, let's be honest. Their let's be honest. Their personalities, their sponsors. In nightlife, yeah. LGBTQ nightlife, you know, your hosts of those nightclubs were porn stars until RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? RuPaul's Drag Race came on and then it was like, yeah. the Topher you know, Demagios. is hosting <laughs> and we're like, bitch, what happened to Ryan Rose? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, he just retired. She's in drag. Oh, he did. Yeah, he just we retired. We love you, Ryan did he Rose. Did he <laughs> love you, Ryan Rose. I've seen you in so many compromised positions. <laughs> now you can see him at unemployment. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but I do want to take a peek. You know, we've had Taylor Olson on the show mm. um, and I know you you, you guys have a really good uh, working relationship, and I want I want our listeners to see to see Rhea do her thing. So let's take a little peek at uh, this. Was Damn. taken. This actually was taken um, at Makeout Mondays at Foo Bar, which Fubar. is my every Monday night party. No cover, five dollar cocktails, and even cheaper thrills. Roll that. Oh, also, <laughs> if you have kids, take them away because there's no uh, radio friendly version of this. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got me like you need to back up pussy by gucci so you need to not touch damn like body like face like flow money like bag 
joke R to the H to the E to the M Local shit talking bitches better bow down Just focus on your nothing while I'm cashing my checks Making all these motherfuckers turn and break necks You don't fuck with me, I don't fuck with you I got friends, Taylor, Taylor, Olsen and my whole crew I might be blunt, but baby I'm laced You're now tuned in, Rubber Reyes Drag Race That was so fun. Guys, <laughs> check out the full video and download it. I love you, Taylor. Thank you for being, making me a part of that track. Uh, Bryn Taylor produced it. We had so much fun. We the whole video. It, you guys recreated that little like, Hollywood. You guys recreated the little Lindsay, Britney. Yeah, we rec recreated mm -hmm. that in the Jeep. In the in the Jeep, uh -huh. yeah, that car scene. Uh, it's I love it so good. Really fun video, um, and that was that's one of many of Rhea's uh, nuggets of gold you can find um, out there. <laughs> nuggets of gold. Nuggets of that gold. was my name in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Notice it wasn't Lil Nugget. <laughs> um, so talking about working with the LGBT community, Marco, you know, I'm assuming that your bread and butter is really uh, designing and providing costumes and clothing for for the A-listers, the J-Los, the Britneys, the Tours. All of that. Um, so marketing and targeting to the LGBT community, such as your last fashion show that was all trans, um, isn't that limiting? And isn't that a little risky for your brand and for creating a business? I don't think. I, I think what's limiting is having no no representation in in, in in the market. You know what I mean? Which is what we've all been dealing with, other than Andrew Christian, which is only going to give you one version of the product. You know what I mean? And he's not really giving you anything socially relevant to go along with it. Sorry, Andrew, I didn't mean to be mean. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, there's, a, there's. But Nobody there... here said anything. We're like, okay, uh, well, I can see your faces. You can't see all their faces, but I can see all their faces. <laughs> well, I think, well, Andrew's, Andrew's market is very, you know, gay, boy, uh, young boys that want to, you know, see each other. I mean, I could care less. Naked. Anyways, yeah. I think it's. I mean, I think but it's he made that decision Marco, as a yeah. business owner. Exactly. He made that decision like five years ago. To and come Marco, out. the beauty of Marco is that it's encompassing all of us in the LGBT community. Not yeah. ju not yeah, just exactly. that though. It's it's you know straight. It's gay. It's girl. It's boy. Yeah, and I have, it's everything I have people that big, small. I'm yeah, just responding right. to the yeah. people that come to me and, yeah. and communicate with me and and. I do have straight people. Bryn Taylor's come and bought, you know, boxers from me and stuff like that. And I, and so I, I see that these garments are not necessarily just for a certain kind of person, and they shouldn't just be marketed to that kind yeah, of person. Yeah, and and from a marketing perspective, as somebody who's gone and helped brands build their companies bigger, like that is one of the smartest things you can do because one, to do anything before anybody else does, nobody else can ever take that away from you. So, and then two, it's something that's needed. I mean, right now we are in that area. Uh, yeah, and I, I really feel like I only do these shows for this purpose. Like, uh, yeah. this shows, uh, I, yeah, I understand that they're like a marketing thing, but I, I couldn't lay down numbers and say, like, every time I do a show, my sales yeah, spike. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, right. like, it really is like a, a piece of my social, you know, it, it's part of what I believe we should be doing. And I have all these incredible people yeah. that I'm friends with, and why shouldn't it be that? And it's authentic. As, as someone that, like, because I've, I've done, I've worked with a bunch of different designers for various different runways, and the one the one difference that Marco has that from any, uh, like, literally every single designer I've ever, ever worked with is that Marco, uh, the model doesn't go there to fit 
Marco to, to be the mold that Marco wants to make. Marco picks the model, and then that model is the mold that he creates them for. Yeah, the I model. make the clothes based off of that. Based off of yeah. Instead of then instead of someone coming there and him being like, you know. Mm, no, you don't fit that look. You don't fit this look. You don't fit this look. It's yeah. like, no, you're sickening. I want to make a look based mm -hmm. on you. And my whole year is like every single day is like me talking to a client and giving them what they want. You know, it, it's it's my whole daily life is about specificity towards like someone else's desires. And so uh, this is my one time every year that I get to show off whatever it is that my mind is at creatively or aesthetically. And uh, that's why I'm choosing all these different bodies and all these different people, because I want the opportunity to throw myself outside of my box. You know, I've dressed 800, you know, size zero, 17-year-old girls. I don't need to do it again for myself. You know what I mean? For myself, I want to do something that's about me. Well, even though you're fitting all these bodies and personalities and every show has a different theme, you can still see your work as a theme, whether it's J-Lo wearing something or whether it's the LA Fashion Week that, that I sat at. So I sat next to this lovely couple at LA Fashion Week and I was telling them how much I, I loved you and your shows were great and that you had done the radio show, blah, 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 and I'm <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Nikita Dragon's parents. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, you know, I'll stay quiet. <laughs> I love, but, I love her. By the way, Nikita yeah, yeah. is, is oh, happy birthday. Didn't you yes, her, her birthday. Yes. And her parents were so lovely and so yeah, down to earth, so and they were sweet. just excited. But it was just like, this is the world that you've created for people that are your fans, that are in your shows. It's like a family. It's like, yeah, it is like a family. we get it. It is a family for sure. You know, I, you know, I, mostly everybody that Marco puts in the show, he knows personally on some level. And if yeah. not, yeah. I will. That from that point on, you know, yeah. right. you know, yeah, after they take off, okay. <laughs> and and I've I've never as for somebody who like has got to work the back part of it. I've never known anybody who works the show because it was a job because it doesn't feel like that. It's yeah. literally like it's, it's an experience. Yeah, it, 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 apart from it being experience, it's almost like a family reunion. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like it is a family. Yeah, it is. Everyone gets it to see like each other. That. Most most people that are in your shows are all like all of us. Most of us know each other. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of the people that we haven't seen in years. So you guys are all working. Or, in or so you create a, you know, and you do build like when we did the show in New York. Uh, you know, I had. 27 guys who had never, you know, a lot of them had never done runway. Uh, many of them followed each other on social media and had spoken or, you know, traded information and never really met in person. And all of a sudden they were all in one room and working out together and having this incredible moment. And, and I see when I'm checking up on them on social media, I see them, you know, lifting each other up, supporting each other, you know, this is a great pick, and, th and they're so supportive, and it's, and it's such an amazing new new layer that's been built, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's something that, I like, love that. that I'm going to get to have and be a part of for a long time, and that's an amazing thing. You know? Now, how has the fashion industry at large changed the most since you've hit the scene? I feel like, uh, like when I first got out of college, we were, like, just getting out of the whole Lilith Fair thing, so, like, fashion was, like, Jewel, like granola, or like, very yeah, like organic. Maybe, pa maybe Paris was in like you know two tank tops and like a silk skirt <laughs> with like the crazy spray. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> and, and feathers then, on know, her head. Yeah, and you, <laughs> and you had like you had like you know all of a sudden you had all these uh, sort of like wild girls coming out like uh, Katy Perry and Nicki Minaj, like these people that were sort of uh, uh, stepping up their costumes and Kesha. You know, people were. Lady Gaga, people started to become and like with edges. I feel very performative, and 
and then I think the I think Lady Gaga closed that chapter. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. with her right before when she went country, she was like, Cause, you know, even she couldn't top what she did. Right. So it was time to <laughs> it was yeah. time to clean the slate. You know what I mean? And I think you know ne- we've had that moment. You see people like Brandy Carlile, Julia Michaels. You have all of these uh, singers coming back in who aren't escapists. They want to talk about their problems. They want to talk about how rough life is. And uh, that's an exciting time for music. It's a less exciting time for fashion, I think. <laughs> or the kind of fashion that I make. Because, like, yeah. you know, those are not the kind of people that necessarily want to be so performative with their bodies. But luckily for me, this has all happened in a time when drag has really yeah. sort of accelerated and become this huge, you know, force of, on, in its own. And that's even more suited to what it is that I love to do. So, I also talk Manila Luzon's fucking spaghetti look. That was the thing I wanted to ask Rhea because I was just saying that, like, you, you know, we were we were so sort of like unimpressed by like the halftime show at the Super Bowl, and then it's like these performances that we're seeing, and these a lot of us weren't really impressed by a lot of things at the Grammys. And now that drag race has gotten so much bigger, and we're seeing like drag queens in such like a centralized me- like media, um, do do you think that because of Seeing what the drag queens with production can produce now, it's sort of made it more difficult. Now. Oh, honey, all you people, A-listers out there, you coming out with your music videos, step your pussy up, <laughs> step it up because us queens are coming for you hard. It's true. And you know what? And, it's and so don't, true. And, but you know, it's like, and, and but I also think everything recycles. Like everything goes in a loop, and I of feel course, like that mm-hmm. that whole era of the super performative. Artists, I feel like it's slowly sneaking its way back. It, like, it, it is, but it's, 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 it's I mean, unless you're Cardi B in that fucking. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, honey, her looks right now. I can't even have. I just thank you, Cardi, for carrying the torch while the rest I, of us take a break. I, I, yes, I, 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 I tweeted at the beginning of the Grammys. I was like, I like how the first three seconds of Cardi B's performance was better than the entire halftime. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, well, well, look at the three biggest. I just saw a gif of it, and I think it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the, three, the, the three biggest people in fact. In the industry right now are still Nicki Minaj, Drake, and and now Cardi B, and and it tells you a lot because even the hip hop community has gone into that art aspect yes. because one now female rap is now it's it, it is the empire. You see all these new female rappers coming in and oh, they so and they empowering. got a gay friend they got they they love the fucking drag community they're all women about are kicking it. ass because that's happening in yeah. Hollywood now women are leading the box office Wonder Woman is one of the with the top superhero films yeah. Yeah. And, 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 thought it wasn't gonna do. and the Grammys it was yeah. 31 women who won or something 37 Captain Marvel comes out next month like is this all like female female led and I think yeah. they, I believe they had and a beh- behind Brie the scenes Larson, and, and behind every great woman yeah. is a gay man yeah literally all of us just make Yep. <laughs> and now for cat noises. <laughs> Marco, I want to take a look at the finale of New York Fashion Week. Um, when she forced me to walk with her. <laughs> uh, you are so shy. I am shy. I'm good. But it's like for real. It's not like, oh, I'm so like shy. It's like actually a thing. You know, you know what's actually funny, yeah. though? He, I've he's been shy except pictures. when it comes to his product because how I met Marco was in <laughs> Vegas uh-huh. and was at a pool uh-huh. party. And he like literally just, like, just I'm walking past like a, 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 a hotel room yeah. and uh, like the like downstairs area, and he just runs out and he's just like, "You need to try on this pair of underwear with yeah. me." And my, I'm like, 
I mean, was I right? He was right. He was right. He got he got me in underwear, and then then the rest is her her story. But I think that he was trying to open the door to something else. Okay. He's saying two bottoms don't make a right. No, I'm 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 not like I'm not like I'm not shy. I'm not I'm not shy, but I am shy in like a group of people. Well, there's that shy. I'm not shy. I'm I have no problem going up to anybody and talking to them and I, I will be friends with that person if that's what I have in, pl- in mind or that's what my plan is but if you put me like on the stage and I know that there's a camera and all these people are watching then I'm going to shut down like well let's take a peek about this show that went viral uh, past the fashion world in so many different uh, areas of talk let's take a peek at the end can of... I get more to drink yeah of <laughs> knows how to work out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was the energy like She was so day? generous. <laughs> oh, people people were dying watching her go three times. Now, keep in mind, all of these Gina models Rosera. are from the trans community. These are all part of the community. Work. Non-binary. I mean, these are, these are, well, they're people from our community. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. The only the problem community I have with this runway show is that um, I wasn't there to be behind the scenes because everyone know. knows that I need me an F to M husband. But all the ones, they all just oh need to have their that. fine girlfriend. Is that Gigi? Yeah. No, that's yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's, no, that's no, Gigi Claudia. will that's come. Gigi. Yeah. Oh. Tracy Lissette, I love you. They stole my hair. And no wow. matter what type of clothing, you can still see your signature, whether it's a tiny it's piece of clothing or it's a gown. Everyone did amazing. It was, it was, yeah, it was so it was good. The, it, it was, there was so much love backstage. I mean, everybody that was participating and it just knew you know what, what a special it moment it was supportive. it would have been yeah. but you know what it would have made it better if hank and henry beauty sponsored okay. the makeup next year girl <laughs> no to tell the night owl but you know what's very interesting <laughs> you know there's so much energy and nerves backstage of a regular fashion oh, show look. and now you Marquise. have you have a whole cast with a different set of body issues you know, they're in their underwear, they're out for the whole world to see its themes as a trans. That must have had a whole different energy of getting changed backstage and, and dealing with those nerves. Honestly, n- I don't, there wasn't. I mean, the, the reality was that everybody, Can I get a chaser? everybody came in together and was so excited to be there. And there look was so much Look how cute you are. Ah, look yeah. at that, oh, look, he's so shy. He's like, who, oh, me? <laughs> no, because she made me. I kept trying to pull away, and she was like, oh, no, oh, darling. You will come with me to the front. You didn't get to do your signature. You didn't get to do this. Yeah. Oh, look. Oh, there we go. She pressured me into it. She said, not today, honey, not today. She got me Shout out to Marcus Molinari in the audience over there. <laughs> well, I mean, that was just a huge statement, and you know, I was honored to be a part of it. I was really, I felt very like lucky that I was allowed to be the person to bring that. Yeah, that was amazing. To life. Okay, we're gonna do a quick round of rapid fire uh, questions, and then we're gonna get back to <laughs> it. So you guys all have to answer the same question, and we'll take turns. Whoever uh, who wants to go uh, start first. Oh shit! Uh, this always gets me in trouble. <laughs> uh, we'll start off uh, easy. Worst fashion trend that you fell victim to. 
Steven, you go first. Uh, the the frosted tips with the Oakley sunglasses and the giant puka shell necklace. Yes. Oh, Ooh. God. Oh, that's like current lesbian fashion right now, by I, the there's way. There's a photo of, of me with a bunch of girls behind me in that look in high school. I know like, exactly everyone had that look. To, you know, yeah. I could never do it because, hello, I was Latino. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had chicklets around my, my, my neck. <laughs> Rare. Uh, anything I wore before 2018. Oh. <laughs> we actually have one of your transformation pics. Uh, it's, uh, it's there. It's it's you side by side. Uh, oh, I Tony see it. Will you find little it. Bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, that's you. That's a good one. You are. You are oh. I like to party. There. Trade transformation. Is that an Adam Buska picture? <laughs> it is. Oh, it is. Not an Adam Buska. I all of us having all of us having Adam Buska picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> there, there we go. There's our transformation. There this was, is a ten year. That was, my, oh that my, was God. my first paid gig on the left. And is that, that Oasis? At, no, that was at um, at Club Tijuana's in like oh. Orange County or something. Fuck. And my friend. That made, club was shut down. They built a wall around that club. <laughs> um, you couldn't tell me nothing. Oh my God. I was okay. I, okay. I was doing J Lo, Avi. <laughs> uh, um, I, still, I can't see what's happening in this. Place. I'm living. There's a performance. Yeah. Uh, ten years. Uh, the ten year challenge, and then that was me a couple weeks ago at uh, Makeout Mondays. I Same. I love that. <laughs> okay, Marco. Worst fashion Same trend. Hi, Colby. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Worst uh, fashion trend that you fell victim to. Uh, um, I have two that I can think of. One, true religion jeans. I just think it's like oh, terrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And two, uh, I used to have hair about as long as uh, Rhea's right now did with, a, with a big blonde chunk in the front. And no, you will not get it. Did you fall victim to true religion? When you oh, no, we have an early picture of you, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. You have like emo hair. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, okay. first of all, fuck that. I love my emo scene days, bitch. I no, love it was good. <laughs> there we go. Uh, you guys, look at Henry. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That was my Edward Cullen, a red twilight. Yes. Bitch. I love that scary kid, scary kid. She was modeling too. She put she her face. Was. Yeah. She was. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Are you I, okay. Of the dark? So no. <laughs> Mayhem Miller has a picture of me from before this era when I had long curly hair. And I used to get the cap that you would pick out your hair to dye oh, it. And then that was before I had braces. So my teeth looked like fucking I ate rocks as a child. Like it was all gang signs and everything in my mouth. So it was a very, very, and puka shells, Abercrombie, and then fierce. Abercrombie and fierce? Yeah. What, what, was <laughs> so you put them all together. Yes. Every, it was every, what, what, what was the cologne? It was called fierce, right? From Abercrombie and Fitch? Like, what can I fall oh, I don't remember. Everything. Oh, it was what horrible. What was the name for? I, I forget. It was fierce. I love the smell, but like I could walk into Abercrombie and be like, can I buy the cologne, please? It'd be like, it's called fierce. <laughs> it's called you're definitely going to suck dick for the rest of your life. Uh, true story. Uh, something that you do in your free time that would really surprise us. Uh, Henry, you, you go first. I don't do anything in my free time. I don't have free time. So I literally... Okay, do you have like a habit that we'd be like, oh. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't... I mean, I like pickles. <laughs> I bet you do, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. that actually, to be honest, I am at my office probably 10 to 11 hours a day. So when I get home, I fucking sleep and watch Big Mouth on Netflix. What's Big the, Mouth? That's the, the cartoon, cartoon with about like. I actually have like a very. I oh, mean, okay. um, I I mean I do do like volunteer work, but that's kind of like that's about it. Well, I don't. That support group that you have, that's that came yeah. as a big uh, surprise. You know what? To be honest, like, I 
am so blessed that I wake up every single day doing what I love. So I try to make sure that's what I do all day, every day, especially because like my followers are fucking crazy. So like they will literally, if I'm gone, they'll start putting out milk cartons with my picture on it. So I do go live a lot. I do one-on-ones uh, like where people can come and spend the whole day with me and I take them out and get them fucked up and then probably make out with them later. Oh, that's oh. tough. They're all ladies. So it's fun. Awesome. I love making out with some middle-aged women from the Midwest, bitch. I love that shit. Rhea, something you do in your free time that would surprise us. I'm going to let Marco answer that question. What do, you, what do you do on the free yeah. time? Marco? You do Marco? Rhea, that surprised me. Rhea, Rhea, when Rhea's off, she's like the happiest. So that's Josh's time. You know, Josh doesn't get a lot of time. So he he likes to come over. We play video games. We smoke video weed. games. That, that, that would surprise me. Oh yeah. man, that was my. Oh bitch, I am so into Gauntlet. If we you are you, if you are PS3, we're, ga- we're gamers. PS3. Yeah, yeah, I oh, I still need to have a battle with you on Super Smash Bros. Oh yeah, I beat everyone at that photo shoot. I didn't want to play Super because Smash I didn't yeah. want to embarrass everybody because I'm literally iconic. No, no, I'm. Uh-huh. I'm Okay. You wish, bitch. I am like one of those. I'm one of those crazy video game nerds that I played video games so much when I was in high school that I played this online game. And when I was finished, like I, like was finished with high school, I started to have a social life. I sold the character for eighteen hundred dollars. What? Yeah. Wow. That's, That's amazing. I was, also, at my photo shoot, he was just destroying so everybody's That's my nightly rate. I guess that could be one. I mean, I, I, used to, I used to be an artist. Yeah. <laughs> Steven's a really good artist. Well, and he plays piano really well. We yeah. played some of his music yeah. here. Right. Yes, with butt crack and all showing. That's also, like, know, I just marketing. got some I, can, I can't play piano without my butt crack. And cracker. all I did was binge watch Game of Thrones, which I've never seen before. I haven't seen so one good. of those because I think I would get too addicted. You, I'd oh, yeah, it's like, so it's, good. Uh, someone just started well, a week and a half ago. A week and a half ago I started. I'm already on season five, episode, like, six. Drink the Kool-Aid. Just do it, man. That's the way to watch it, though, because it's been so frustrating being someone that's watched it since they have to wait. And and having to but wait. like now I don't even remember what the hell happened in yeah, season two. You they better do a it. recap on the that's first episode. They always do. 45 years later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm going to start watching Game of Thrones because they just announced the new Star Wars project is by the showrunners of Game of Thrones. Oh. And it's a trilogy that has nothing to do with the Skywalker family. Well, the head of the Game of Thrones. A, the, people. The, the head of HBO, because that's what H- Game of Thrones is on, right? He watched all the episodes of the final season. They hadn't added all the CGI to it yet. And he's Said every single episode, not even having the CGI in it yet, feels like watching like a full motion picture yeah. movie. That's, that's why be that's so why it's cool. taken two years to create. I'm gonna be putting this on my rapid t- fires are going very rapid. <laughs> by the way, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, and Sharon Bernhard, we got your question. We are going to ask that later on in the show, so hang tight. A celebrity you'd go straight for? Celebrity I go straight for? Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone knows the answer to that one. Britney Spears. But you would want to, like, I couldn't see you going straight. I could see you, like, singing I with her. I guess that's true. She'd probably be my But if you're going friend. straight, going that's the s- aspect of, like, that your ideal woman. Like, like who would you physically have that sex you, with? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. Britney Spears. Because I'm a gold star. I've never had, I've never been with a girl. Oh, I'm not good at this one. Okay. Uh, Cheryl Cole. Cheryl Cole from the UK. She's everything. I just performed her last her song last night, Sexy Than a Mother. Oh. And she makes me feel really sexy. Also, Jennifer Lopez, don't even get me started. Whatever fountain of youth she's drinking from. It's crazy. Ooh, honey. Because she looks like she's not being pulled. She's not being... But I wouldn't want to have sex with yes, Jennifer she Lopez. Yes, she is. Nice. She's just so, but like, not obvious. goddess. But I would fuck Cheryl Cole's brains out. Okay. okay. So Emma Stone. Wow. Yeah. Fish okay. eyes? Yeah, I love she, her. Her eyes are always watery. Obsessed. It's like, what are you upset about? You're rich. He I likes it when they cry. Really? Yeah, I love a, I love a fake redhead. Dark, dark auburn red. Mm. 
Every model in town's gonna dye their hair red. It's my nineties, Shirley Manson. I bet it's in my high school celebrity, Alessandra Ambrosio. She has my high school crush. Okay, Shirley Manson, Kate. Nicki Minaj. I would die. I would dive my face full in. Marco has dressed her. Oh, I don't. I don't care. All the fake. All the fake. All the real. Anything. I don't give a fuck. I like that blue. Even the fake personality. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Stop with your judging. Leave. Leave a. Leave a successful black woman alone. Hey, go pick on somebody else, bitch. I'm not here for that. I picked on Oprah's stupid people. Pizza crust. 70% the cauliflower. cauliflower. Oh, Bitch, yeah. you don't eat your own But pizza. that's not we picking that. on Oprah. That's picking on pizza crust. That's different. She created it. Duh. 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 I'm not the one. <laughs> oh, Henry's getting we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> She's getting sorry. Okay, okay a superhero you would cast yourself as? Me? Magneto. <laughs> yeah? Oh, he's a, well, he's like a superhero supervillain. He's a superhero. Um, I would have to go ahead and bring some sexiness to Elastigirl. <laughs> oh, I could totally Choo. see that. Choo. Look how long these arms are, girl. I'm yeah. ready for the roll. You'd be Elastin <laughs> something else. Don't lie. Uh, <laughs> that's what she wants. Not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who, a superhero? Um, I feel like I identify the most with Storm. Oh, <laughs> oh that, that, that's... Calmate. Wow. Ah, I wow. love that. What would be your I favorite love. weather to? I mean, Michael. Was it? What's his name? Mike Morales. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. The the new Spider Boy. He's oh yeah, 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 yeah. So many Spider Man and Supermans and Batmans. I've lost track. Yeah, Morales isn't new. It's just yeah, but he's he's Spider Man from another. He's half Puerto Rican, so yeah, I'll go with that. Oh, one. you're half Puerto Rican. <laughs> uh, I would. For me, I'd say Gambit. Oh, you're but you would also Gambit. you would also totally make a good uh, Bobby Drake Iceman, who is also gay yeah. in the new comics. Yeah, I can see, Iceman, yeah. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Channing uh, Tatum is playing Gambit in I, the, in, in the film. He has my career way before I even have one. I don't know if I like. I don't know if I like that though because I feel like I feel like Gambit was a lot more scruffier, edgier, yeah, leaner in the face, leaner, and like yeah, skinny. like. Yeah, Sexy but he had like he had like Bobby Gambit. Like, fine. Yeah, basically, basically, I look like Gambit right now without You're the hair. Hey, the way diversity I... is going, I'm gonna play Gambit before either oh, one of you. Oh no! You know how they do Black Panther? I want brown armadillo, and I play like you oh. know like the Latino superhero. I will draw that character. No. <laughs> Watch me finally walk a runway, and it's brown armadillo, and it's come out like <laughs> with a shell. Ah! Brown armadillo, face, stunning. It's my eyes. It's gonna be like the Christmas armadillo from Friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know all the Mexicans be like, it's a it's a brown penguin. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Henry, I want to talk about starting starting your business, 2017. Uh, number one, uh, the the title. Hanging Henry? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> can, can you explain the okay, title? Okay, so... Because I, like, I thought it was going to be like... Fierce times ten or something like that. Oh, it's like, not. So Hank is not. Hank is me with makeup. Henry's me without makeup. So it's like the Ziggy Stardust to my David Bowie. It's my alter ego. It's uh, a it's different. Re- so That's the Marco yeah. Marco so it's the reason why. So actually, my uncles named. Okay, so I didn't grow up with a lot of friends, and I usually pay. Played with myself a lot, and I had an imaginary. <laughs> yeah, same. No, I, 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 I had an imaginary friend that I always used to play with, and then my uncles one day were like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm playing with my imaginary friend," and they're like, "Oh, what's what's his name?" And I'm like, "He doesn't have one," and they're like, "Why?" And I'm all, "Cause he don't deserve one. He's just my friend." 
And so they started calling him Hank, which is the nickname for Henry. Right. And so all my childhood, people would be like, my grandma would, because my grandmother raised me, and she'd be like, where's where's me, where's Henry? And be like, oh, he's outside with Hank, which meant code word, like, oh, he's playing with his he's imaginary friend outside. And so that's, <laughs> and as I grew older, I would start naming stuffed animals, Hank, I would do this. And then so when this I- this is part of your, yeah, your so, life. So when I started wearing makeup, everybody, because with- when I'm just Henry, I feel like I'm very funny. I'm goofy. Like I like talking shit. Like I don't care. But when I do makeup, I feel like fierce, and I just feel like a totally different person, and I give a different aura out. So people used to say like, "You, you're, you're so different," and they're like, "It's like you're another person." I'm like, "Oh, that's Hank," and then it just stuck with me. Do you know what I love about that story? Not only is like you've encapsulated this person to be your success today, like you are this duality. But I love that your family didn't say there's no such thing as an imaginary friend. They're like, "Okay, yeah, like, no." Well, you know, it's a, it's a, oh my God, if my grandma watches this, she's going to hate me for saying this. Um, so like my grandfather was pretty much atheist and my grandmother's really hard religious. And so I feel like that duality was actually a really good balance for raising me. And um, with my mom and dad both going to, my dad's like my best friend now. Um, but when my brother died, my he's my only brother that's from my same mom, same dad. He died of SIDS, where you just fall asleep and don't yeah. wake up. When I was two, he was seven months. And my parents both went to drugs, and I at first lived with my mom's mother, um, who used to like lock me in a room. It was like a, it's a very like dramatic shit. But when I went to finally go live with my um, dad's mother, my grandmother, the one who my owls for, my grandmother, my grandfather who taught me all my best lessons, they already said like to all my huge Mexican family, like, He's already been through enough. We're not going to give him more to go through. Whoever he decides to be or is, we're just going to love it. And that's how my family's always been. My family that's, is so loving. And, and I will say one thing. As a gay person in the gay community in Los Angeles, I am so blessed to have 110% support from my family. And that, and when you meet people out here who run away from being kicked out of their homes, right. you l really learn to respect that. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, when we spend time in West Hollywood, sometimes it's easy to be caught in a bubble where, because we can go to a gay club, we can make out with a person in public, and you know, we can say, hey girl, yeah, hey girl, up and down the street. Yeah. We forget that there's a whole other world out there that people are listening to all of your messages, but they're not able to live that for them right now because it's not safe. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I love that. And I wanted to talk to you about your duality from, uh, from your feminine side to your masculine side. Do you think mainstream is grabbing onto this idea. We're seeing more men in movies be sensitive and crying. We're seeing uh, more about how men feel. Do you think this duality is being more celebrated? Well, I just think, I mean, I feel like everybody here can attest to that, like where people are now more open. I, 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 I you know, I'd say the same thing about school. I don't think school's an education. I think it's an indoctrination. We live in a society that tells you how you need to be. The fact that when you're born, pink means girl, blue means boy, yeah. is literally saying who you should be from the get-go, how you should act, how you should feel, what you should think. So uh, we're now in a place where social media gives platforms to people who would no longer have them. That's why nobody gives a fuck about a fucking Dior ad with Charlize Theron because they can get more, money as a company from a Patrick Star because you can see the analytics. So now we have voices, we have money and power, we have we ha and 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 it's it's true. It it's the aesthetic of everything is you you once you find the power, you use your voice and and it's just so beautiful to see that now people can be more sensitive when you're just being human. 
Well, and like you're doing, you're being open about some of the struggles you've had from the yeah. family. You know, I come from a very Latino family. If you were depressed, you didn't talk about it. If if you had any other issues, if you were gay, you just didn't talk about sure. it. You didn't talk about your My feelings. grandfather outed me. Really? Yes, he said, he, when I was like 11, 12, he's like, you're gay. And I was like, ah! You're like, how dare you? And 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 he was just like, but also not surprising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts, facts. Having your gay pearls. And and and, and 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 he's like, he's all, you call your body pillow that you sleep with at night. Uh, Stephen was actually my first boy crush. Uh, so I used to call him my body pillow Stephen. And I'm like, oh. And so, but but he didn't care. He's just like, I just want you to know, like that's fine. Just don't come later saying we didn't love you. Oh. So he just he's like. Nobody cares, and he's like, "You already have three lesbian aunts," and I'm all, "What?" He's like, "They have mullets and flannels." You didn't know, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> well, and I know, Ray, you've dealt with with some of this having to be outside the bubble. You have literally traveled around the world. You performed, uh, and you've been to Dubai, which mm -hmm. we know it's not. Even though we know that they love like the drag culture and the gay culture, but you can't openly say it because you could literally lose your life. Yeah. Right. And I know it's it's changed about some of the ways you can perform or interact with your fans. Can, can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, the Dubai experience, I mean, it, it was exactly what it was. I was I was booked to do an underground Andrew Christian gig because they can't like really publicly mm -hmm. promote anything LGBT related. And I got there and there was the morality police banging, you know, at the door. You know, the, the promoters tried to keep me in drag. Thank God my boyfriend at the time was with me because he was like, get out of drag. Um, and so I got out of drag. I still did my performance. Uh, <laughs> I still did my performance. And um, I mean, I it was fine. You know what? I Bucket list. I performed in Dubai. But I don't fear, need to go though, back right? there. I was terrified. Don't yeah. they, I was they, terrified. You know, most, most, if not all drag queens perform out of drag when they go to Dubai, right? Yeah. Well, and then also Dubai's the only Dubai's the safest place of all the places out there because Dubai's the only emirate that has no money from oil, so they get most of their money from tourism. So they have to be a little bit lenient. But if you were to go to Abu Dhabi, yeah. That that that's where that's where all they they stash all oh, their Abu Dhabi. If you go to Tennessee, I mean, let's yeah, be it's honest. the same like, shit. We're exactly. talking about Abu Dhabi, like it's some like far like like the concepts that they have there are no, so crazy all. and so exactly. so out of this world. We can't imagine what we can't imagine it because we live here. Well, yeah. Yeah. I just did we're pride last other, year but, in did, Birmingham, Alabama. You know, which was like. Nuts for me. Yeah. I didn't know that LGBT does, does not even have yeah. like explicit rights within this country. I mean, right. in certain states, but certain we're one states, of the most far right leaning certain countries. Certain states, it's still illegal. To, yes. You know what I mean? Like, well, and that's a good point. I did out at the fair uh, in New Mexico, Albuquerque, and there's like you know five gay clubs there. I thought, oh, we were in the regular uh, fair parade, and we were on the pride. We had people booing us. We had little kids yeah. looking at their parents and then doing this to us, calling us that oh, we're going to wow. die and all that. I'm like, you go. I had never experienced. You go ask where the where the closest gay bar is at the gas station in Tulsa and see what kind of reaction you get. You, you, it will be scarier than anywhere else. Well, they'll pull around with you, know you know and then beat the well, crap you know out of you. They get a lot of confidence from being in this Trump's America <laughs> thing. And, you know, the, one of my biggest problems with um, the entertainment industry is that, you know, we have... Uh, I have this friend 
that I've had for 15 years. His name is Ricky Rebel, and oh, I've had him the show. For, oh. forever. We all and I saw what he did um, uh, at the Grammys. He took he took my all last of, Facebook post is, is, is about, about him. exactly him. It's uh, you know his his Trump supporting whatever like it's a grab. I want. feel like it's a grab. The only well, the, he was on the gra- show. The only reason why I have He's such a, a problem idiot. with it because I feel like as an LGBT Fuck person him. on that level Nobody and you're on a red carpet at the Grammys and you're expressing who you are as a person, expressing who who your community is because let's be real you were always representing your community when you're out at these events whether Regardless. you're a supporter or not and uh, you know all, all of the things that Trump stands for and everything that he's come for within our community I just feel like the only reason that I unfollowed him and I went public about it was because I don't feel that someone in that position in the LGBT community should be showcasing that kind of view when that view is so important right now. It was at the now. Grammys. It wasn't even like at a Trump rally or a political rally. Well, we also need Grammys. to recognize that it was not, also reversible, not, and he only wore it for a moment. But it's also not. Uh, but it's also hideous. not Trump's America. If Trump, if Trump was impeached and Mike Pence became in office, that that might even be a scarier place for us to live. And and so like what we need to no, what we need to recognize is what we need to recognize is this is the country that we've been living in. Yeah, and and we've had the and we've had the and we've had the rules of being told that. That there's a there's a better America on the horizon. Yeah. This is a reminder that there is a better America on the horizon, but That's there's a also a way. worse one on the horizon. Yeah, but right. you, and, no, and, but and, you, and the, and the I, importance is diligence yeah, and, but, and vigilance. But you also have to understand that Trump. I mean, Pence could only fuck shit up within the United States. Trump is fucking shit outside of the United States. And somebody's a political science major. I love politics. I live in it. It's my favorite thing ever. Um, I always, I you know, my grandfather taught me one of the one of my best. Like, he taught me three life lessons that changed my life. He said, the first thing he told me, he said, I want you to find a job that you make money while you sleep because I think you're so beautiful, people should get to know you while you're awake. Second thing he told me, he said, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about having a seat at the table and allowing people you don't agree with to have a seat at the table because bitches are built from two sides. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he said, "Before you make money, you gotta make meaning." Your grandfather needs a podcast. <laughs> yeah, my grandfather. But that's a great way. Oh, and I'm and sorry. so and so, like going back to this, like it's 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 like there's 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 no there's no fault. I don't like a false equivalency because Trump is bad for international diplomacy. Pence is bad in internal. They're equal. But but but, but 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 again, we're focusing on on people. And we're focusing on policies, but really, what we should be focusing on is, is a narrative that's yeah. being, being propagated underneath it all. And, and I think that is I that is that the issue. Oh my God, Marco, talk, talk Marco, talk politics to me. You're so hot you know, when you talk politics. To, I love that. I love you. Trying to get his numbers, trying to like, you know, make a splash and. You, that's a grab uh, too. The, that's you like know what I mean? us like, paying well, attention okay. to Trump is like that us paying a, attention a, to Ricky a, Rebel. That's a, well, that's okay. a sellout. And, and Who the, the fuck is Ricky Ricky Rebel? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I honestly wouldn't know. He's who done the he show. He's done this show four if, times. If I didn't know him outside well, fuck of him. life, he's gonna like hear me say years, that. You know. No, but the last time he Quote came out ass. as a Trump, and you know, we're not political on the show. Just like your grandfather says, if you can show up and be intelligent and have facts that make sense. Great, yes. join the conversation yeah, because I might learn something from your point of view the same way that people have learned stuff from the LGBT community, not by hitting them in the face, but by yeah. this one-on-one conversation. So we're not political on the show. I just feel like he could have made a better splash doing something else. That he did that did shit for oh, his own Oh, he tried game. having a career. It's, but like the one, it's like the one with, with girl tried. with the ball dress. Yeah. Like I'm not going to even try to figure out what her name is. Okay, but You know she takes it in the ass. 
Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. Good for her. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of compliments. <laughs> I know. Well, we hated her. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. You know, we just had this episode that you, all of us, come from such different walks of life, and what we're doing out in entertainment is so different, but we have some sincerity behind us. Ricky Rebel, if you look up his last five years of performances, Every Pride he's performed at, every LGBT event, there's no straight, there's no Trump rally stuff. So he's going to do that to people that have bought tickets to see him? Girl. It comes back down to it, back to what what you were saying earlier about, like, how do you, when when you're looking for a group of people to, or, you know, you're looking for people to collaborate with, like, how do you know what are the red flags? Like, that's a red flag. (laughs) Someone who's willing to, someone who's willing to just turn on a dime because they, they all of a sudden see an opportunity for... You know, people to focus on them, even if it means you know causing detriment to like the the community that you're that raised you. Like that is a red motherfucking flag. All right, let's lighten things up. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. all feel the same, and I know because I woke up to e- I, the only reason I knew about Ricky was I had emails saying, "Why did you have this person on your show?" Blah blah blah, and I was like, the last time he was on the show, he couldn't form one intelligent. I, th- I think you were I on the episode. That. I remember. I that. think that's the scariest part of the new world is that. But he literally <laughs> even if that makes sense from say. from Five from him. Later, he, you know, yeah. obviously he's not intelligent. Well, yeah, right. It's like, Alexander, was that the one time we had like sort of like a round table? It was idea? round table, and, and it was about the Confederate that, statues. He's like, yeah. Well, I, you know, they're beautiful. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. We got into a whole that was, so, yeah. that was a, and that was one episode where it was, it was like small. we had a round table yeah. set up because we had such different ideologies, and we were trying to find some sort of common ground. And there was just sort of like, and I've talked to Trump supporters that actually have a point of, like when you listen to any conspiracy theory there's a point of view and it's actually you're like it makes you think you're talking about you flat earthers it. right now no. no i'm not talking about flat earthers <laughs> and their organization is global right <laughs> hi colby melvin i see you i, I see you. you too colby hi colby okay uh j- just let's do another uh rapid fire uh la, 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 la. most overrated pop singer who wants to go first? I, I, I honestly don't 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 would never even answer that because I, I don't I don't I don't I don't like that. I, don't, I mean I mean I love pop music. I love pop singers. Pop is and, dead. Um, hip hop like hip hop is taking over everything. So well, I don't okay, know. let's do I like something to, else. I like to that's call what it hip hop. We're all good people here. I don't use trigger. Have good people. Yeah, <laughs> guilty pleasure food. Is that safe? Yeah. Okay. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure food. <laughs> Dick. No, actually, um, um, lemons. I, that's why I have fucking porcelain veneers now is because I fucked my teeth up, teeth up. My mom used to eat lemons, I guess, when she was pregnant with me. So I, my, since like I was little, acidity, I, really, like yeah. I would literally be like my, my, my grandmother would be like, if I needed to shut you the fuck up, I would just give you some lemon and salt. Oh, wow. Like, oh, I, that's I, like so really like, the worst and, thing. And salt would help. Salt but it's one of the best <laughs> yeah, things, right. but it's one of the best things for your body. Yeah. That's why I never was sick because I used to play in fucking dirt and mud because I'm Mexican. And eat lemons. Okay, lemons. Problematic, but what's your guilty food? I got porcelain. I got veneers now, so it don't matter. They look good, girl. Um, what's my guilty food? Probably those little like cheese it style crackers, like cheese it crackers. I love uh, cheese it. Uh, I I don't know. I put cheese. I eat the vegan kind, which is sad, but they taste the same. Vegan cheese it. Yeah, even real cheese it's are not made out of real cheese. Just that's why I'm pretty sure they're. That's why they taste so good. (laughs) That's why they're so authentic. (laughs) Me, um, I'm gonna take a. A page out of Stephen's book and say those lava cakes from Domino's. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Domino's and I broke up. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I haven't had one in so long because I feel like I couldn't be in public for two days with. Uh, I ran out of. Fabric. Fabric. I ran out of fabric, so it was up to her. <laughs> <laughs> I would order those all the time and be rather be together. But that's not. I mean, I, I can only. I can. I can one. I have Dolce de Leche Hagen Dazs ice cream. Mm, oh. Panda Express. Panda, oh, Panda, Panda Express. Express. The, uh. the little shrimps with the honeys and the nuts. Oh, uh, walnut shrimp, walnut I shrimp. know. <laughs> that will rot your teeth out, just like a lemon will. It's well, you know, you know the key is when you're actually getting your order, you just ask, can I taste that? Eh, not and you get that you get that one little taste, you're like, Girl, okay, you, I'll get the orange chicken. Girl, you one. do that at the ice cream <laughs> shop too. Okay, um, when I learned that you can, I can order it for fifteen bucks on Uber Eats. Uh, like, I, I, I get the like at least. Okay, so I love you guys. Can we do an ASMR? But, but I really have to go. Nope. It's oh, my yeah. best friend's birthday tonight, oh, yeah. it's and we were supposed to be Happy at birthday. your old location. Henry, Henry. Henry. Okay, can just, you just real fast, ASMR. can you walk us through? We have uh, a tutorial. Now, we've all seen your, your glamour makeup. Oh, is that makeup. when I did Jeffrey's makeup? Yeah, so this is Jeffrey Star. I want you to see uh, the difference of this makeup as compared to what you've seen uh, online. Can you put the sound up, Tony? If you can walk us I through. love me some oh. Jeffrey. Sickness. Number one, doing sickness. makeup on Jeffree Star, for Jeffree Star to let you do makeup on him. We're gonna give him a little bit of highlight on that now. How, how did you guys meet? So I've known, a, a dark we met through the beauty industry. I love him. You know, sadly, sadly, we're not as close as we used to be. But the love is always there. We were- Pull this out of our Mac. Oh, that was so good. I feel like I have a- Years ago, and yeah. even though makeup does have sorry, an expiration date, yeah, yeah. some products will be yeah, yeah. Honestly so. Good forever. I will say, I, I love Jeffree Star. Honestly, I, you know, he, you know, he, he's a problematic person, but I love problematic people. That's why I'm obsessed with Minaj too. Um, um, but you know, what's funny is, um, I met. A lot of people don't like Jeffree Star, and a lot of people love him. Yeah, and that's your own prerogative. And I always tell a lot of my followers. When I went, I, when I went through my last breakup, I've been single for three and a half years. It was the so most the destructive thing in my life. Year. I gained fifty pounds. I, I went through a lot of here. really the, the, dark the feelings, and Jeffrey was one of the few people that would come and check up in on, on me. And um, I was also like my brokest part of my life before I actually launched my brand. I was a company called Hot Makeup that I worked for screwed me out of $80,000 that they owed me. So I got my car repossessed and I was living, and I got it repossessed when I was sleep, I, I was homeless for about almost two months. I was sleeping at the Pacific Design Center parking lot because I knew the guy who, who was there. And um, Jeffrey was only one of the few people who would actually check in on me. And it was so embarrassing telling people I was broke and homeless, so I didn't. The only person that knew was my friend Murray Swamby, yeah. which you guys know. He did the show two, two weeks ago. Never heard of him. Yeah, so so like guy, so another one that lived. I, I have such a deep respect and love for Jeffrey. Um, we're not that close now. Some of it's probably my fault, just because he would always say like, "Come hang out, come hang out," and He's I would so always. Busy. No, no, I, it's not that I was busy. I was broke, and I couldn't afford a lift to get to his house. Yeah. He lives and, well. In right. Calabasas, yeah. and and so like it was just like so you know when it's farther than you actually think. Yeah, it's actually so yeah. Far. It, well, especially when you're broke and you yeah. don't have a car. And I never wanted to tell anybody I was going through struggles. So like I kind of almost 
fucked up a lot of relationships in the beauty industry because people would try to do stuff for me and I'd be like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would cancel because I was like, I couldn't come up with the money to pay for the lift. So that's, like, that's it, it, you know, it, it is. And, um, but you know, every time I do see him, it's all love. I'm happy for what he's doing. And I mean, I just, you know, sometimes you have to go through the gutter to, you know, yeah. Smell the flowers. Yeah. Um, Henry, so uh, we're going to continue. Henry has to go. We're going to take a quick cast photo that you can see on Instagram at On The Rocks On Air. I'm sorry. So, it's my so friend's you, birthday. You and, and they won't sit anybody down at catch unless everybody's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> here's what we're going to do. <laughs> ah! Here's what we're going to do, you guys. Uh, you guys, uh, Glitter Bomb, as you know, is my new national TV talk show broadcasting to over 22 million homes, uh, oh covered by People Magazine and listed as the must-watch show on New Now Next, featuring me and my co-host with some of your favorite stars from film, TV, music, Music and reality TV. Tune in every Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Also, we just got launched on Facebook Watch. Uh, you guys are going to take a peek out of a clip of Gaylywoods where we played with Orange County housewife Peggy Sulehian and Love and Hip Hop's Mr. Ray. I love Peggy. And when we come back, uh, we're going to have final thoughts from our guests, except for Henry because he has to go. <laughs> um, and then we're that was for you. That was his final thought. <laughs> and yeah. I, love you, I love you so much, Henry, and thank you so much for letting Stephen and I be a part of the campaign. The no, campaign. no, that. What do you mean, letting you? Thank you. You know, it was just, it was a major thing, and for us to be a no, part of your baby, <laughs> and for us to be a part of your. Um, a, your cosmetic line and your business and everything that you stand for it's it really fierce. meant a lot it's for and it's, me and to the be packaging a part of is it. beautiful and it, i know it, that it meant beautiful. a lot for everyone else around the world that saw the campaign because yeah. all i got was wow the diversity yeah. wow like this is what it, this is what Hillary Being Montez alive in yeah. 2019 yeah. is yeah. about but i so but i you. but Hillary i Montez, i 2019. i'm grateful for you guys cuz you but, guys are literally a, a perfect representation of the people i surround myself the people i love the people i want to well, build you guys you have to support. listen like like if you end with Marco as well i mean i started working with you eight, ages ago and you still have me in your i campaign. was young <laughs> <laughs> but like henry and i spoke about this when i first met you like you know 7 or so years ago and you know we would always like keep up and talking about it every year or so and stuff yeah. like that and then you know seven years later it's still like it was I you know but, but you know it's funny all. like it was years ago that i would say i was i would tell them years ago i'm gonna have my own brand and you guys are gonna yeah. be a part of it and yeah. you're gonna be and i'm like yes yes happens. let me know yeah, let, I was me like, know, let, let me know let me know i'm all anytime, about it anytime, anytime and you know, <laughs> let me know. Tony, finally play the red picture it's it's in the uh farthest right. oh yeah the one to the yeah, right there, there, there we go henry where can people uh find your product where can they visit your campaign uh hankandhenry.com is the website or you can visit Hank and Henry Beauty. So, and the the and slogan. Give a, sh give a uh, shout out to the, to the models. Who's so the okay, so <laughs> so the 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 fag in the middle is me. Hank. <laughs> um, below is the beautiful Hillary Montez. She is just uh, so Come gorgeous. On, beautiful. Hillary. Um, Hillary. Our, our, our 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 the beautiful girl right there, makeup artist turned model, uh, Megan. Uh, slash Lolita Diamond is our beautiful woman of color because you gotta have representation mm -hmm. 2019. <laughs> uh, and then below we ha we have uh, Britney Spears's uh, you know just uh, taking a little nap on the boa. You know it's hard <laughs> modeling. You know. <laughs> so we have Stephen Daler. <laughs> <laughs> the first I think, that, I think that's the first time in the entire franchise I've ever seen. Level up. I, I, level I, up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to be Daler. And then what is JoJo's last name? Jojo um, on the radio. Gradagno, but he's Jojo Guad, the prince of twerk, baby. He's yeah, also twerk, my twerk, son, twerk, House twerk, of Latre, shout out. Yes. yes. 
And then we have <coughs> Miss Rayla Trey. Yes. Bitch, you are serving fucking space. Oh, that face. She's I like, oh, are you face. guys here? Yes. <laughs> well, the thing is, okay, funny in post, um, I am actually Taller. so huge. That they oh, had to lower you. I, I sent uh, I funny. sent Sean Videla, who's a the photographer. photographer. Sean, shout yeah. out to Sean Videla and Melissa and uh, Melissa Dominguez, who was the hairstylist. The whole corner, but like it was the whole quarter, and Sean <laughs> Videla beautifully shrank my ass. <laughs> to a more, he had to because uh, she was so fucking tall. <laughs> she was. She was on like all but you look, saw her as a chin. The proportions are so right. Yeah. Like he's, he's brilliant. He's, he's so good. He's brilliant. He's you guys so check good. out Hank and Henry and makeup needs for whatever walk of life you are. And thank you for having me. I would love to do this again alcohol and talking is just my favorite thing <laughs> you guys we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna take a quick uh, picture with Henry uh, when we come back uh, we're gonna have Steven Taylor's uh, two year anniversary of his pop culture segment final thoughts and then we're love out you guys. Thank, you guys. Segment, thank, thank you guys so much thank in you guys in a burning building who would Alexander or Enrique pick to save from a burning building Beyonce or Britney so you're answering about what they would do Beyonce or Britney who would they save who is it <laughs> I'm going to make you She wrote down hers. Three, two, one, reveal. Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh my god. Well, you have to save the queen. It's Britney. Uh, <laughs> you even drew a picture of Britney. You did, but we had so much time because Peggy over here needs to be she back more than you still did. Beyonce. Beyonce. He didn't tell me that. Yeah. That's the game. Okay, okay. Erase those. Time for question number two. Now this question is to Enrique and Alexander. Okay. What are Peggy and Mr. Ray's drink of choice that would always get them in trouble? Oh, he knows. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> right, but you're answering too, so they got a match. Oh, okay. So you gotta tell, you gotta write it down. Exactly so you're writing down the truth. Um, I'm writing down what they I will change my name if we get this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, answers are locked in. This is what, wait a minute, just to make sure I'm right. This is the drink that he would drink. No, oh, no, what you would drink. drink. Oh, the, oh, okay. Change that answer real fast. We're gonna start over here. Come on, Alexander. I'm saying it's our show. Let's three, two, one. Ah! Oh! What? But you know what? I'll respect it because they're both low calorie cocktails. Yeah. So tequila's where it's at, girl. I hate tequila. No, but you get in trouble when you drink tequila. No? Why if you have five ingredients? Tequila. Yeah, see? Oh, tequila. Oh. Okay, you give you a half. I had three. three. I had Jameson, Hennessy, or tequila. You, so. you hedged your bet, so I'll so give you tequila. a half. <laughs> I was like, all right, so they're, they're in the lead. You guys have to win okay. this one to even be playing in the game. They're all switching teams. First time I ever said that. All right, this question. All right, would Alexander or Enrique rather have a child, a cat, okay. a dog, or a Louis Vuitton purse? All right, you guys, so that was our Gaily Wet Game from Glitter Bomb. Uh, check it out every Thursday on national TV. Just search your cable, you'll find us. Or if you don't have cable, uh, Facebook Watch is fine. All right, this is our two-year anniversary with Stephen Daler, and I have to tell you, I love the emails that I get about Stephen Daler. Not only is he gorgeous, <laughs> uh, but he's so nice, and we get to hang out um, behind the scenes. And, and so I'm really smart. excited and very smart. smart. So, uh, and, <laughs> and play the piano. <laughs> All right, Stephen, for your two-year anniversary, uh, Tony, lead us into this. Uh, here we go. Uh. Okay. On the rocks.
Rocks is proud to present Pop on the Rocks, your daily dose of Daler with your host, Stephen Daler, bringing us the latest dish in pop culture. Take it away, Stephen. I'll be in the corner drinking. Same. True story. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I remember when uh, we were trying to make this segment and you were like, Steve, can you do your introduction to it? And I was like, Alexander, how dare you make me introduce myself? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I, gotta, I guess we got to do a sound clip. <laughs> You're the only other uh, person that, that has an intro sound clip. <laughs> yeah, well, Raya taught me that because I went on a gig with her to Utah once and I was, she was like, Steven, you got to introduce me. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and from what I remember, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I've never, never been a microphone in my entire life and I was like let's do this 18 cocktails yeah. later all right so well I figured I'd make it really easy for us and I would do like a Grammy recap like y'all discuss what we thought about from the red carpet and the, the outfit did you guys see what Kylie Jenner was wearing no I didn't mm. oh girl she was all what everybody was wearing, I muted, wearing. I muted her posts oh god oh, <laughs> what about Katy Perry did you see what Katy Perry was follow her. no but I'm gonna look him up right she, now she looked like a paint roller yeah oh my god I saw that photo they actually, they actually turned her into a paint, paint roller, roller. There. Oh, amazing work, Miss <laughs> Perry! <laughs> you think I do love that script. I live. How much vodka have you had, Red? Yeah, I love it. Huh? Have, look up it's so it. fluffy. But I, you know what? It's a, you know what? Uh, fashion I love shapes. is uh, interpretation of uh, what you're feeling one at shape. the moment. I love shapes. Well, everyone didn't. Well, there, it was very hot and cold with Cardi B's runway look. Because I love Cardi B. Uh, First of all, that's a classic. That's, that's what I mean. Classic. People who didn't get it. That piece guys, might be Cardi why B's I do team. what I do. Cardi know? B's yeah, team know yeah. that she needs to rise above. Like you Cardi said, B doesn't fuck around. It's 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 her team that is being very smart right now. Yeah. She yeah, has the personality, but they're doing the, everything behind. If I know it, anything yeah. about, and they bought her Grammy. So. If I know anything about island oh, women, is that uh, let me just they tell you always something. Always do Mr. what they want to do. Marco, I'm, I'm curious about your. She did opinion, not get a Grammy bot. I do think, and I well actually, I know at least well, from it, personal experience sense. that album was. Fire. It was fire. And everyone could not stop talking about the album. Why? But was it a Why? pop album or a rap album? It was a it was rap. a hip hop. I know what it was. It was a hip hop. It was a hip hop album. Um it was it Great wasn't pop. mostly a hip hop record, if you listen to the full record. There Every, are hard there, moments. I there do not hit moments. next once on that whole record. Mm, I think I Cardi is an amazing um an, an amazing artist, number one, but also I think that her voice brings so much empowerment to so many yeah. people. Like when, when you I rap, it has an voice, edge to it. Yeah. I feel, I feel like it's me saying it. I feel like I feel like I it really is identify you. with her. Like yeah. I, she's the people. She like, had the best hip hop record because she transcended more than hip hop, and she brought people into him into hip hop. Who normally wouldn't wouldn't be? Well, also a lot of what he was saying too. She's unapologetic. She says she says what her life is and what it was, and she's not ashamed of that. And she mm -hmm. and she allows people to feel like, yeah. oh yeah, like I'm allowed to be a part of this conversation and as well. And you know what? She won the Grammy because she made people feel empowered. And well, she looks sickening. Well, I was saying the difference between because we have, because she she was the first female solo artist to win female rap like ever. the rap album of them ever. Ever, ever. But I think the thing that Cardi B has offered, especially with like it's you the see year her, of women, like we said. It's well that. 
that alone, but like even looking at her like getting into politics and stuff, just her just throwing things at people, like just as she's like sort of like the the people's rapper in a sense, where like she she is what what Nicki Minaj wasn't able to do is that she's making it. So well, but I feel well, like Nicki Minaj was like. Well, no, 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 but we also we also have we can't we can't we can't fault Nicki Minaj for being a part of the time that she was in. No, 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 I'm not Nicki Minaj. Cardi B could Cardi B could not have this platform without Nicki Minaj. This is the thing. This is the thing about Nikki and Cardi. Nikki um, can't really say how she really feels because her persona is being like Nicki Minaj. Cardi, on the other hand, is her her brand is being authentic to her true self, not being Barbie. That's not an being interesting. But that's so, but that's, that's sort of but that's sort of what I'm saying too yeah. is that at the, at the time that Nikki came to power, let's say. That, that wasn't necessarily a thing that she was able to do. That wasn't like a socially acceptable she, thing. No, she could have done that and she could have know. spoke her I mind. Don't know but about I think she that. Was, at, at that time it was more. It, it, before it, Nikki, who was before Nikki? Lil Kim, right? What was the gap in time between that? Like 10, 15 years? Something like that. Yeah. happened to Lil Kim. You know what I mean? Like, and, and Cardi B grew up on well, Nikki. It, it's, and it's she, the same she reason took why that Nikki couldn't really back. clap back after that whole drama between her and Cardi yeah, because well, what was she going to say? Like, I'm the best. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I... You're right. She didn't have you as know what much. I mean? But yeah, Cardi yeah, yeah, yeah. be like, no, fuck you. But also, bitch. but You're also, worse, but that's who Cardi is. But also, this is a. And I think that's where Nikki faults is that she's not authentic to who she really is. She's authentic to who her character is. That's and, exactly it. She's a sensationalist, and that doesn't. That's like, funny. we like Cardi B because we want to hang out with her too. Yeah. I wouldn't want to hang out with Nicki Minaj to save my life. I think, I think, I think that, I think these, I think these two women can take a. T- a <laughs> I have for one second, and it wasn't that fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I think these two women can take a page from yeah. what Manila and Naomi are doing on Drag Race, where they're taking their feud and it's obviously a creative feud that they're doing on the show, but they love and love each other and they respect each other as artists and performances. Like, Nicki it's and, is, 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 is it's playful. Like, taking that feud, but just taking that feud into their personal lives instead of letting that feud just be what it is. Oh, it's for entertainment purposes, but also it'd be sickening if they had a collaboration in it. Well, they did what have I, a collaboration, I, and they did that in Motorsport, and that was every opportunity You guys, Marco's ready. He's going up his I just want to say one thing before we get off, off the Grammys. Like, I think one thing that's really important to mention is that it is definitely a year of women, and, and it is a year of women who connect and, and you're able to like really feel like you're a part of their lives but it, it what's beautiful about it is that it's sort of happening like cross uh, cross uh, all the different genres so you have like Brandy Carlisle who's coming in and mm-hmm. bringing in this incredible music you have Janelle Monet who's been around for you know Brandy and Janelle actually both have been around for so many years but they're really just like blossoming into like the the full culmination of what it is that their music and their whole ethos has been about. And you have Cardi B, who is in a completely different genre. And so you have folk, you have pop, you have hip hop, you have soul, you have all of these different genres. And all of them are being like at the helm of them are these incredible women who are giving you incredible looks, who are giving you incredible sounds and who are unafraid and unapologetic. Well, and look, I think that's look, really the most well, exciting thing Well, if there's anything that the I learned in this past year, so. I've learned, uh, it's been a, a big year of like self-learning and, and just learning in general about how people work and how I work, is that uh, my sister Six has given me so much uh, when it comes to my own empowerment. And she always told me the key to everything is true authenticity. You can never, never rise to the top and to truly rise to the top 
if you're not authentic to who you really are. An audience will see through it. Like we see what Madonna is doing lately. That's not her. She's being told, this is what's cool, this yeah. is what the kids are doing. She's yeah. like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. We can see through, just like in a drag performance, mm -hmm. we see. But I, a, Well, I think for a long time in, in my drag career, I, I was, but, I was a, Madonna's had multiple generations. Yeah. You know allowed, what I mean? Like, right, if, if she wants like a five minute change, break though. to hold, you know I mean? Like sometimes like I'm yeah. holding onto the Twitter, but everyone's onto so, the me, something new, Graham. I, I like. You gotta hold on to what you know. Well, if authentically you is tweeting, then you should keep tweeting. So, so let me continue this into the group. Right? So, what's what's your opinion? like? Cher's been doing the same thing. She's not trying to. Oh, she's, she's my not favorite person on Twitter. She doesn't have oh, to reinvent the wheel because she invented everything. the wheel. Well, because she's <laughs> and, and, and she invented the like don't ever take off the caps lock. She invented that as oh, well. Oh, honey. But um, also, let's continue the Grammys uh, recap. Uh, so, what did you think about J Lo's Motown tribute, or I like to call it Motown's tribute to J Lo? I think that J Lo can do no wrong. I, I think that J Lo can do no wrong. Yeah, of course. She, yeah, of course. Though she looked great. <laughs> she's but she, gorgeous. But when you look at it, but we're not as talking about that. We're talking about you're having her grind on, uh, grind on a piano. It's like it was, instead of it becoming about really Motown, it became about this is J Lo doing Motown. Yeah. I, I, well, I that's being authentic to J Lo. <laughs> that's but that's what I mean. It became a Motown. I didn't. I, didn't, I can't watch. I only watched uh, Brandy Carlisle and Chanel Monet because. Well, I mean, let's be honest. That's what the Grammys I mean, is about. Shows music. are probably going to be the thing of the past, past 2020. I mean, Everything. Like, no so it's the worst rated that. Grammys. Uh, we had the worst rated Emmys, Golden Globes. Everything's been worst Everything rated. Everything is falling. Last, yeah. And now the Oscars is such a debacle. Like, you know we don't what they want to do? There's nobody hosting. You know what they want to do? Hosts, right? They told all the people that have ever been in the Avengers that they cannot be like giving any awards out for any of the previous shows. Because of the whole. Because what they want is they're going to have the entire cast of all like 80s of those celebrities. Post. Right, and also they've cut out half of the uh, nominees for best song. Yeah. Also, cinematography. Uh, I think it's sound oh, yeah. editing now it's and all that. It's like, uh, this is yeah. what makes movies commercial a movie. breaks or something. Cin yeah, cinematography, it's so editing, and You're, makeup. Award season is is to the past. Yeah. But to J Lo, we love J Lo. She oh, looks love amazing. Her, love her, her shows, day. whatever. But Motown is a whole legacy before she even came on this. It's show. true, and 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 there are there other are many people literally. That, Every, Probably a hundred other true, artists. But, but if, you, that if I got a call, for that, right. if I got Motown. a call to do a Motown tribute at fucking Grammys, I would be like, yeah, I'm down. No, no, I'm not. I'm not mad at J Lo for taking the opportunity. We're mad at the opportunity that was given to J Lo. Yeah, like where's the fucking where's the validity behind the process? You know what? Give it to J Lo because you know what? She has not done the Super Bowl halftime show. I was about to say that. No, if they were having like if they were doing like a if they were doing like a moment that was like salsa, like she wouldn't do the Super Bowl. Sexy lasers, yeah. okay. Okay. Who's to say that J Lo doesn't connect with Motown? Me as a young Latino no, boy, that's not what it Motown I connected with Motown to. and was raised on that. So I connect with mermaids. You're never gonna see me in the water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let, uh, also, but you drink like a so fish. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, Who put I'll, the party pants on Marco Marco? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You did by Mr. Sky Vodka over there. So, but uh, I, I just have to take a moment. Uh, and you know what I love. About about the show is every episode you never know who's going to be here, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like well, you guys have seen so many different people under here, and we're so different, but we share like this humor, and we get to experience you guys in such a different way. <laughs> That's what I love. This is just us all the time. Well, this is a, it's this our Guatemalan. Awesome. I got You know, there's so many times that I'm like out at a club and people are really scared to interact with me because um, you're terrifying. You know, no, you are. But Ray, you are. You're intimidating. You're, but. You're really Boss nice. Level. You're very like <laughs> conversational. You're very bubble. I'm like, what did you? Th did you think that I was gonna be? 
The your first, Twitter, your Twitter is baddest bitch. It doesn't yeah. say. Well, I am drags baddest bitch, but there is a lot more to me than being just a the, bad bitch. The, the, but, and this is this is an experience like, drag that we get. Friend. Okay, we have to wrap this up so Tony can go home to yeah. his no. All right, so husband. Do you want me to do the shade of the week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so my shade of the week is BB Rex uh, against her entire audience. Did you guys hear about this? No. Okay, so. She looked gorgeous, by the way. She looked mm -hmm. amazing, amazing. Stunting. Gorgeous. But so she went on a rant. Uh, she was singing uh, her song, uh, one of her songs that was on number one for 50, well, according to her, 50 effing fucking weeks. Uh, so apparently That's she, a lot of weeks. she was performing it and she was performing it for a crowd of uh, industry people. Mm -hmm. No one was singing it back to her. So she stopped the performance and yelled at them. Mm. And that's what she said. This song was number one for 50 fucking weeks. She said sternly to the mic in order to the band to stop the performance. So this was in the middle of the performance to make it, make it stop. And then, and then she's like, you know what? I worked too effing hard for this bullshit, okay? And then she just kept going on and on. Her mom is like telling her to stop. She continued the rant. And then finally it was just like, you know what? Let's start the effing song. I don't care. And then just do you, Do you know what that is? That is her pure ego. E she is not letting her talent speak for herself. She is not, you know, showcasing that song that was there for 50 effing weeks. You know, she is not just showing her art. She, she's letting her ego get the best of her, and uh, she wants people to give her more than maybe than what she's worth. But, but here's the thing. I think if she's like, hoot nanny time now, we're all going to join in and sing this song, then you guys better sing because you came to see her show. No, You're gonna go, that's right. that's I, that's I think a, We came show. here to see Cardi B win. I don't know about, I don't know about her. Know like, your audience. I don't know about her. Audience. Like, she was just she taking was them performing hostage, for industry but, people. Like, know uh, your audience. It's not that she was performing. Plus, you never know who's going to be in the room. You never know who's going to be that one break that is not your fan yet. And they're trying to listen to what you're doing. And if I pay or if I want to see somebody sing, I, I hate going to concerts anymore. I will not go because everybody's singing so loud. I'm like, you're not who yeah. I paid. I want to experience this singer in a different way because they never sound like the album. So you, uh, so you stood next to me at a concert. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a Madonna concert and I left because I was like, eh, why bother? I couldn't hear the music, couldn't whatever. It's like, ah, I do yeah. that in my shower every morning. Bye. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to save a lot of money. <laughs> you guys, I love you guys. Uh, uh, so we're going to do, uh, before uh, we do our final thing, I want you guys, uh, here's the last rapid fire. Um, I was going to have you say something to your fans, but you guys are really interactive with your fans, which, which I really love, except you deleted your Facebook, so I can't stalk you anymore. Like I'm very like, old. <laughs> Um, I want you to tell me, uh, so give us your social media handles, and then tell me something that you would tell yourself, since we're doing the whole 10-year challenge, something, one sentence that you would tell yourself 10 years be before. Go ahead, Rhea. Um, uh, what was the first part? Give us all your social media handles. Oh, my name is Ray Latre. You guys can find it all over social media everywhere, R-H-E-A-L-I-T-R-E. And what I would tell myself is to truly be authentic to who you are. And to not put yourself in an untouchable, um, untouchable spot because that is not going to get you everywhere. Anywhere, the key to everything is love, and the key to loving people is through connection. So connect more with people. Awesome. Ten years ago, dang. Uh, Social I, media handles first. 
Oh, my first social media handle is, uh, oh, I'm already slurring, aren't I? Uh, the only <laughs> Steven on Instagram. And uh, 10 years ago, I would tell myself, 10 years ago is right when all, like, right when social media was getting real crazy and all the gay boys were doing all the photo shoots with, like, Adam Buska and all those people. And I was, I was put in a group of people that were just, like, you're just another fag trying, like, pretending like he can model and do all that stuff. And I said, you know what? They said you're not in that category because I thought myself in that category for years and years and years, and I and I stopped and I didn't pursue it the way I wanted to then because I didn't because I because I thought I was that, and also I, I eventually will grow into my Adam's apple. <laughs> I, I bet you there's lots of people that want to be inside your Adam's apple. <laughs> Just in order to correct like the age gap, I'm going to say 20 years ago. So I, I would say to myself, get off Friendster. <laughs> Stop then, downloading on LimeWire. Oh, get off Friendster. <laughs> Wasn't Friendster a sitcom with uh, Courtney Cox and Matthew Perry? I would say uh, I would say stop uh, stop making so many lists and plans for the future and just stop start checking that shit off one by one. Just go at it. Stop. Just do it. Just, just fucking do it. Stop making. Stop lists, being such a little baby. Stop making. It. Stop planning. Just do. Marco, where can we follow all of your campaigns? Um, well, usually on uh, Ray Latrey or Stephen Dollar's social media. <laughs> <I'm glad laughs> if you want to follow me, Marco squared, Marco squared, Marco 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 underwear, Marco Marco yeah. L A. If you want to see boys. In their skivvies, Marco Marco underwear. If you want to see girls in their skivvies, Marco squared. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. I love it. So we're going to finish the show. Uh, Mama Rose. Mom! Ma! <laughs> uh, while she's Sorry. coming in, uh, can you do a blast from the past for Mr. Stephen Dale's birthday? Oh, my God. This is oh, his appearance please on tell the nipple yeah. piercing. No, Whoa, no, no. no, 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 no. It's the that's video. Not, there's no nipple piercing on that. No, but that's a very young picture. That, uh, that's, that's almost illegal. No, it's not. It's problematic. This is speaking about Ellen. No, not when I was Mr. Coconuts. Yeah. This is Stephen as Mr. Coconuts. So bring out Mr. Coconuts. Oh. Oh. Are those Andrew Christian shorts? Yeah, I was say, not so, oh, not no so fun facts. The shame. They forced me to wear them. Oh, then they told me to do that. Ellen's really funny. She's like, this is her friend. Yeah, you look like you're having an awful time. <laughs> Ellen's hilarious. And so when we were like doing this scene, she's funny when she's representing uh, homophobia. Well, well, this girl is her friend. She recently made her go to um, what was it, Walmart and hit on guys, and she got into a lot of trouble. Um, Anyway, that's just a little blast of full clippers on there. All right, you guys, we're going to finish the show. Um, let me just give a big thank you uh, for our guest today. Uh, guest co-host, happy birthday, girl. Thank you. Happy, happy. Tony, our uh, stand-in engineer and owner so of UBN punny. Go. Uh, so adorable. Marriage does does look good for does you. Does good things to you. Yeah. Mama Rose in the <laughs> chat room. Our sponsors, Vista Grande Resort and Bear With Apparel, and our loyal listeners. Uh, share us, tweet us, DM us. Coming up next week, we have one of the co-stars from Green Book, which is one of the only films that I think should have been nominated for an Oscar and was. So we're going to talk to one of the co-stars next week. And yep. if you want to tip Stephen for his birthday, what is your Venmo? Stephen Daler. Stephen Daler. You are. Give him a tip, honey. And if you like the way I look today, you can give me a tip. It's the same. It's the same as giving me a tip at the bar. 
true. You guys can swoop that on over to our H-E-A-L-I-T-R-E-L. And support Marco and buy his underwear, his sexy clothing, uh, his pendant, which is the only thing I fit into. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I literally bought your pendant offline. Oh, that brings gold a tear to my heart. Yeah, the gold or the like, silver? The gold. I was like, okay. We're having uh, private we're sessions. We're having Mama private Rose sessions. is here in studio. It's a special treat. And we're going to sing. You guys all have to sing. Mama so Rose, look, you're going to be on the show. Mama Rose. Happy birthday uh, to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Stephen Daler. Henry Vasquez. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. I couldn't put a candle in it because we saw what happened to Henry. And it's okay, he can blow me instead. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mama Rose, for bringing this in. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> This has been On the Rocks with Alexander, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>